0: A brand new report about Bungie's paints a bleak future for the company's future. According to an article from IGN, Bungie is allegedly in danger of a Sony takeover if financial targets are missed again. And more than that, morale is being described as low and soul-crushing, along with cuts, anger, and fear from current and former staff. After the report came out about how Bungie handled the misconduct, I said that more stories would be coming out about the company, especially its leadership. And it's clear the layoffs were not handled in a very good way. If you combine all that with the current and former employees now saying things about the leadership, I would say that the future for the company does not look very bright. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning in the form of a monologue. It's a longer video because it's a live stream, so if you weren't here for the live stream, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. Things don't seem to be improving for Bungie as a new report indicates they are allegedly in danger of Sony taking over. More than that, the morale of the company is apparently at an all-time low. In an interesting turn of events, the same IGN reporter who wrote what I consider to be a puff piece about the misconduct back in December of 2021 has now written an article about the terrible situation the company currently faces. My frustration with the article in 2021 was that it framed things as if Bungie was the good guy, and that things were all better now, or at least headed in the right direction. When it was clear that the retaliation culture was still well in place at the company, and this was all being swept under the rug with money and forced non-disparaging agreements for both victims of misconduct as well as employees leaving the company. Former employees reached out to me and appreciated my coverage of that, as they felt the same way. Well, now former and current employees are speaking with the same reporter and this is not anywhere close to a puff piece so the first thing i want to do is i want to talk about what happened is there a potential takeover from sony and under what conditions and why is it so bad internally at the company right now second i want to talk about the reactions that i am seeing some are erroneously calling this a potential hostile takeover while others think that this would be better for the company as well as the games that bungie makes lastly i want to tell you what i think about this yes i'm sure you can imagine i have some opinions about a story like this about bungie because when we covered the layoffs i had a very strong feeling more would be coming out soon and i honestly still don't think we have heard the last of the internal state of bungie as a company so first what happened the article from IGN is titled, Bungie devs say atmosphere is soul-crushing amid layoffs, cuts, and fear of a total Sony takeover. Now, it opens up with a bit of information that is new to the public, and this is what it says. As it currently stands, Bungie is, on paper, a fully independent subsidiary of Sony, but its board of directors has been divided since the takeover in July of 2022. Among its current members are PlayStation Studios head Herman Holst, Senior VP Eric Lempel, and then Bungie co-founder Jason Jones, Bungie CTO Luis Viegas, and Bungie CEO P Parsons. Now according to one of our community member, he's a lawyer, and this type of board change would be publicly reported and as it stands, this person was unable to verify or confirm this change. Now it's possible that the contract allowed for this to not be stipulated or perhaps it is some type of a hybrid board situation that didn't actually make an official change to the board but the article also said this about the board of directors. Speaking to IGN under condition of anonymity, multiple current and former Bungie employees described a department meeting that took place shortly after the layoffs in which leaders hinted that this shared power may not last forever. So it seems at some level this potential result has been in people's minds at the very least since the layoffs, but apparently this has changed since the beginning. But this is where it gets interesting. Sources at the company are claiming that under certain conditions Sony could take over. Quote, sources say that they were told by leaders that the current split board structure is contingent on Bungie's meeting certain financial goals. If Bungie falls short of certain financial thresholds by too great an amount, Sony is allowed to dissolve the existing board and take full control of the company. Now, some people are claiming this would be a hostile takeover. That is not what that term means. And folks folks should take the time to Google a definition before using such a strong term. If what this article alleges is true, then Bungie agreed to these terms when they were bought by Sony. So there is nothing nothing hostile about this. And a takeover is apparently a real concern at the company. More from the article. With Destiny 2 expansion, the final shape delayed into the next fiscal year, and Bungie still investing heavily on Marathon, many employees understand that Bungie is struggling to meet the necessary targets to keep its last vestige of freedom. This is certainly not helping the morale at the company in the wake of the layoffs uh, that Pete Parsons made clear was a Bungie decision and not a Sony one and as the layoff dust was settling more cost cutting has happened IGN reports that multiple current employees confirmed to IGN that the company has implemented numerous other cost cutting measures recently including a studio wide hiring freeze reduced travel budgets elimination of holiday bonuses keeping its annual Bungie Day virtual delaying its week long company pentathon event to next December and reducing numerous morale events such as cooking and knitting classes from monthly to to quarterly. You know it's bad when the knitting classes are getting trimmed down, but in, in all seriousness, it must be bad if you're going to cut something that is seemingly so inconsequential to the budget. I can't imagine knitting classes being that expensive in the line item on a company of this size, but there's more from the article. Bungie's also pausing or fully ending benefits like annual employee compensation adjustments to meet market rates, it's new higher lunch program, employee donation matching, it's peer recognition program and gift cards for employees birthdays and yearly studio performance bonuses this year will only be contractually obligated 80% minimum after being above 100% for good performance several previous years running. So that's all from the article this amount of info is what makes me think that we're hearing from actual sources with good information okay this is too substantive this is too specific to be fabricated right gift cards for birthdays you know knitting classes they're going into great detail here that makes this read like it's true like this isn't something that's just sort of made up what this reads like is a full court press ...to survive as a company, and according to IGN, this has resulted in a huge plunge in morale. Quote, this has resulted in a massive decay in morale within the company, according to IGN sources, one of whom told us that the mood within the studio has been, quote, soul-crushing over the last month. And while the employees sort of are sitting beneath this shadowy fog the leadership has not helped. According to the article, those still within the company, employee frustration and sadness in the days and weeks following the layoffs was met with a surprising amount of indifference or even outright flippancy or hostility from management. Okay, this doesn't surprise me at all. I have said numerous times this company had a toxic culture and it started with the leadership. The IGN puff piece about misconduct was just the opening salvo. We're just going to slowly learn more and more about how bad this company's leadership really is. And apparently the layoffs may happen again. More from the article. Several people we spoke to told us that leaders had reiterated across multiple meetings that they couldn't guarantee there wouldn't be more layoffs with two specifically confirming previous reports that Chief chief people Officer Holly Barbacovi outright stating that layoffs were a lever the company would pull again. So, this is something that I said in the aftermath of the layoffs, that there would be more likely to come. This is not going to be the last round of layoffs for Bungie. Given how much spending they are cutting, this sounds like a high alert situation, and it's going to be tough to recover from. You're cutting costs, right? You're laying people off. That hurts morale. Well, then you cut other costs and bonuses and knitting classes. That hurts morale even more, and you need the remaining vestige of trust and confidence to turn that a company in the right direction and i don't see that happening in the current circumstances this is a recipe for a downward spiral internally one source indicated just that in so many words that the final shape has a lot riding on it this is what they said we know we need final shape to do well they told ign and the feeling at the studio is that if it doesn't we're definitely looking at more layoffs okay This is like working beneath a swinging guillotine. And the morale is unlikely to turn around with how leadership is handling everything. The hubris of Bungie is still well in place. And this is more from the article. Others said they were rebuffed repeatedly and discouraged from even discussing the layoffs whenever they tried to ask questions. Employees in one department recalled a a post-layoffs Q&A session where a department head was asked if leadership taking salary cuts to prevent layoffs had been considered only to respond that Bungie Bungie was, quote, not that type of company. Yes, Bungie certainly isn't that type of company. And we're going to see how that strategy and that arrogance pays off. One staff member indicated that they didn't believe their fans liked them anymore. This is what they said. I'm angry. I'm upset. This isn't what I came here to do. It feels like many higher-ups aren't listening to the data and are like, we just need to win our fans back. They still like us. No, they don't. We got rid of some of the most knowledgeable, beloved folks who have been here for 20-plus years. Every day I walk in afraid, I or my friends are next. No one is safe now I could point to a number of things over the last three years that makes me agree with this person. Their fans don't like them. The us versus them narrative has been one that Bungie made great efforts to fuel. With brazen social issue blog posts and sharply worded outspoken tweets from their former community managers, they became an easy company to dislike. When you start drawing lines in the sand over very divisive issues, political issues, don't be surprised when people start walking away from your game. This doesn't even get into the behavior of some of the community managers with respect to targeting individuals or one was using a private discord to blacklist content creators. I say all of that to say this, this has been brewing for a while. And the Bungie staff member is right. Many of their fans do not like them anymore. And that all falls on the company and the leadership. I had a former employee tell me privately they were forced to sign non-disparaging agreements in a threatening way, and this was done to cover up and protect those guilty of misconduct. So again, yes, people don't like you, Bungie, and for good reason. The article also touched on how the QA department had been seeing layoffs And that work was being outsourced, so that is also another source of the morale going down. But as the article closed, I found this part particularly interesting. It seems that the Sony deal was a shock to many of the employees. This is a lengthy section. Listen... But in the wake of an acquisition that shocked many Bungie employees we've spoken to, and which seemed out of character with the studio's independent streak, it feels to many like it's all falling apart. Beloved colleagues have been laid off, benefits are vanishing, and many feel the more people-oriented culture of recent years is being torn to pieces by the very Bungie leaders that touted it for so long. And seemingly... All also those same leaders can retain a vestige of control over a company that's already been sold away anyway. This is one Of the, I think, instances where you're starting to see that a buyout like this or a merger like this is something that already caused disruption when it started. People didn't think this was going to happen. It was like this very independent, very sort of cocky bungee, and then they go to Sony. It it, it did seem a bit strange, but because they were retaining independence, I think a lot of people thought this was going to be a good deal, probably even the people at the company. Now, because of this, one employee said that it feels very much us versus them, and that trust has been eroded. So this story is far bigger than a potential Sony takeover. It sounds like this is the least of Bungie's worries. Like, if Sony takes over, okay, that's, that's the least of your worries. It sounds like the company itself is fracturing from within, and as far as I can tell, it's been the leadership making the cracks in the foundation over the course of many years. So... What has the reaction been to this? I like to look to what people are saying and I'll kind of interact with what they think and then I'll tell you what I think. So what's the reaction been? As I've already said, I'm seeing folks use the term hostile takeover. To just restate it, that is not what that term means. Hostile takeover is when you don't want it to happen, and it happens anyway, and you just get bought out or acquired. Bungie agreed to these terms, and if the takeover happens, they knew that was possible, and they accepted that when they signed. That makes the takeover not hostile in any respect of the term, but... I also saw many saying, this is a long time coming, right? It's time for Sony to get in there, okay? Many hold the opinion that Bungie needs new leadership, a sentiment that seems to be shared by folks at the company as well. And I could not agree with this more. The leadership needs to go. They are clearly drunk on hubris. They will not take this company to greener pastures. Now... I will say that within our own discussion of this, we did have a knowledgeable person say this. So I have to include this in the dialogue. Okay. The board change should be public and verifiable. Again, this could be true. This could be somebody misunderstanding the structure of the company, that, but, but I have a hard time believing this many employees think this, and it's not true that that Sony could step in and take over if the financial results aren't there. It could be a very specific corporate setup given that Bungie is purchased and owned, but they're also independent, which is its own breed of hybrid. So I'm seeing also folks are trying to place blame on Sony or Jim Ryan. Look, Jim Ryan's busy eating cookies with his face on it, okay? He's being celebrated as he retires. I love that narrative, right? That Jim Ryan was fired. Have you seen the pictures? Like, they have his face on cookies, okay? They're saying, see you later, Jim. We love you. You don't do that if you're firing somebody, all right? He and PlayStation, seriously, they have nothing to do with Bungie's problems. I covered Destiny from 2015 to 2021 Almost exclusively, this is all they're doing. From 2020 to now has been a trajectory of arrogance, toxicity, dishonesty, and brazen mistreatment of players, content creators, and employees. Attempting to lay any of this at Sony's feet isn't just ignorant, it's a disservice to those who have been hurt by Bungie and the Bungie leadership. The last thing I saw was, and I think this should be pointed out, former employees were signal-boosting this tweet with their own comments. They seem glad that this article was written and that the company is being seen for what it is. Bungie is in trouble, and the leadership deserves all of the blame. Which leads to my own take on this. Okay, what do I think? I know everybody's here. Like, what's Lono think, right? Is he gonna start swinging the bat at this company? Maybe. Listen, I've already said a lot uh, about what I think interacting... You know, in the in the the opening parts of this monologue. And it takes a concerted amount of effort to not get very personal about this, right? It's difficult to not sort of gleefully watch this happen. I do not want to celebrate this. This is bad. People have been mistreated. They've been fired. They've been laid off. They've been forced to work under terrible conditions. There are probably people at the company right now that took money for silence about misconduct. And they probably really wish they wouldn't have done that now. Because they'd love for this company to be dragged into the light. So... I don't wanna I, I don't wanna make this personal. It's really hard not to make it personal. But the first thing I have to say is again, I tried to tell you this three years ago. I tried to tell you this two years ago. I tried to tell you this a month ago. Bungie is a toxic company run by toxic leaders. Are the employees and all the devs toxic? No, but they work in a toxic environment. None of what I have heard about the leadership in this IGN article, none of it surprised me. I myself had my own horrible experience with a former community manager on a phone call. And we've seen other reports. I've spoken to other content creators who have been cussed out, berated, mistreated. And I think many people over the years just brushed moments like this off and thought, well, maybe they were having a bad day. Or, you know, maybe I'm just being paranoid. Maybe maybe this isn't really, you know, a big deal. But when you start adding it all up, it's very clearly a huge problem at the company. And another thing I want to say on this is that I'm now warming up to the idea of Sony stepping in. For a while, I thought, no, they, just let Bungie be Bungie. They know what they're doing, right? You know, I, I said in my Bungie layoff stream that I was rooting for Bungie. They falsely banned me from their game in 2021, like February or something. I can't even play their game or cover it, but I want the company in the game to succeed. Their game and their presence in gaming is good. It's good in many respects. They're not some Disney villain that we need to push off a cliff and never see again, but I will close with this. When they postured as if the final shape had not been delayed, and then they announced the delay anyway, and then they pushed out this starter pack that was so egregious that their community rallied so strongly that they removed the starter packs a day later, you could almost sense the rumblings beneath the surface. There's a problem at Bungie, and as much as it pains me to say it, it will likely get worse before it gets better. More people will likely lose their jobs, and if that means Sony has to step in, so be it. So... That's what I think. What do you think? So let me give you my sort of closing thoughts and conclusions here. We se- I separate this out at the end. Um. The IGN article will likely be included in, like, a documentary one day. Like, what happened to Bungie, okay? I don't think the company's gonna, like, disappear or shut down. But I certainly think that there is another situ- This is another situation- There's a dev sort of falling from their righteous perch. And while I hate that this means people lose their jobs or have to live and work in fear, this fall from an ivory tower of hubris is deserved second thing i want to say one of the more frustrating things about this is that those who hijack the conversation And they try to make it about PlayStation. Again, I want to say this loud and clear. Blaming any of this on PlayStation is brazenly ignorant. And it is a disservice to all the employees and the people who have been mistreated by Bungie leadership. Stop console warring for one minute and see how unhelpful and passively toxic you are being. Bungie did this. Bungie leadership did this Quit blaming some phantom evil villain Sony or PlayStation. It has nothing to do with them. My conclusion is this. Bungie will likely face two things going forward. More layoffs and this Sony takeover. They both seem inevitable at this point. I can't see morale improving with both increased cuts and irritable toxic leadership. Okay, Large portions of the staff are probably updating their resumes and looking for new jobs... Just in case. This is not the environment for good game development. It's a recipe for implosion. So here we are, staring at the horizon and seeing what looks like a massive storm coming. And this time, it's headed to Bungie rather than coming from them. And that's the show open guys, welcome in, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, welcome to Input Delay, a daily talk show here on Reforge Gaming, I'm your host Lono, and yes, I'm wearing a brand new piece of merch, we have uh, a green, a yellow, and a red for all the coffee flavors, and so I figured in the spirit of Christmas, I would get... My green Reforge Roast hoodie out for you guys. I ordered this thing. is super comfy. Be sure to check that out. ReforgeRoast.com. Uh, if you want to get coffee, which the coffee is amazing. But if you want to support the coffee with some merch, you guys can do that. Let's get the coffee in the frame. Let me check here. I, I, there's been some fan funding here. A resub from Defreezy, Five months of membership says... When you put this many notes on the table, oh, three billion notes on the table, and you give someone free license, at the first sign of trouble, you clean house. And you protect the talented dev team. I actually think that's a very, very good take. If, if you want to protect Bungie, you got to get this leadership out of there. You do. They're the problem. They have talented people there. They have passionate people there. They have a long-standing history in the gaming world. You got you to gotta save Bungie, right? Save the soul of Bungie by getting rid of the leadership and five gifted members to kick things off thank you so much sneaky wolf if you guys want a night of frickmas i'll do it on the 22nd but you gotta get a lot of more members than we have right now we're aiming for 2,000 but then 2,500 members and we'll do a community game night and then we will do at 3,000 i'll do a frickmas night i will sing christmas carols and have drinks with you guys That's what it takes if you want to get me drinking. And another one comes in. Another five bomb comes in from Joker. Quinn taking us to ten. I appreciate that so, so much. We're already halfway to the first 25, practically. Every 25, I give five. Ashen Hollow jumps back in with 27 months. So if Sony takes over, who is going to be running their live service advisory role? I have no idea. Probably Herman Holst. Herman Hulse would probably oversee that, I would imagine. Another membership comes in from Max Awesome. That's a great name. Thank you so much, Max, for gifting a membership and taking us whoops. That's not the right kind of math. There we go. 10 plus 1 is 11. There we go. Sony will protect the asset. James Wolfgang with 19 months and a Reforged Writer membership. It is fair to say Lono vs. Bungie anime is entering its final arc. Almost 20 months on board. Happy holidays, everyone. And a single gifted from Rissick. Thank you so much, Rissick, taking us to 12 out of 25. That is the halfway mark. Thank you very, very much, Rissick appreciate that and an order has been placed somebody ordered a team light hoodie thank you so much somebody with the name that starts with Z I appreciate you you guys have to fill out that username at checkout or you won't I won't know what your username is I don't want to say your actual legal name so somebody just ordered a light roast hoodie so thank you so much uh, for that the team wouldn't change Pete Parsons ain't on that team Sony would never have agreed to the acquisition term set by Bungie regarding independence after acquisition without some fine print, which is now obvious now that Bungie is messing up badly enough. Yeah, I I definitely think... You ordered a team dark hoodie, Zubair. Did you really? That's awesome, dude. I need to order some more. I ordered a large. I typically like to wear like a, a like a large hoodie because it's sort of loose. But you can see it's it's a little it's a little extra comfy. So I think I might order some more and get a medium. Thank you so much, Zuby, for getting a dark roast hoodie. I might order some more. I've also got a Reforged roast T-shirt on underneath here. I'll show you guys later. Bolton Gaming with nine months of membership says Lono, you have the most generous community not able to be here most days but always watch the VOD happy holidays and Merry Frickmas Merry Frickmas Bolton Gaming welcome on in glad to see the gifted members continue to take care of long standing people here in the community thank you very much um uh hostile takeover there's a Sony we all know Sony defense force on the front lines but it's not a hostile takeover that's not what that word means do you know what hostile takeover means because that's not what it means and this is not, this has nothing to do with Sony defense. This is nothing to do with Sony. Bungie, if you listen to the people that actually work at the company, you're disrespecting them by making this about Sony. They're telling you that it's the leadership. They're telling you that this is toxic. They're telling you this has been handled very poorly by Bungie's own leadership. And, and, to, and to make this an issue with PlayStation, I'm sorry, that's just so brazenly ignorant and uninformed, and it's so disrespectful to all the people that Bungie has hurt, all the Bungie leadership that Bungie has hurt. I do, I'm freestyling. I mean, you're terrible at freestyling because you're not saying anything rooted in facts, Vryn with a five spot says, after being an original Destiny player, Lightfall was the last straw for me. I couldn't take the Battle Pass content anymore. I missed Destiny 1. You you can't look, you, you cannot look at this contract and this setup, and Bungie remains independently, uh, indep- creatively independent. You can't blame anything they've been doing on PlayStation. It doesn't make any sense. New cut, looking sharp. Thank you. Um... Who is this? Bolton Gaming? I don't know. I mean, they're here all the time. What are you talking about? I mean, I know who they are. They're here all the time. Nerdmother says, still here. Thanks for 26 months in a VIP. This was put into the atmosphere by Destin. No one was saying hostile takeover. I quote tweeted Destin, and I just simply said no, and I showed the definition of hostile takeover. You can't call this a hostile takeover when Bungie agreed to these terms. So if they agree to the terms, and the terms come home to roost, and they lose control of the company, that's not a hostile takeover. Like, I I genuinely think people deal in illusion and delusion it's like these are facts these are terms these are very important things that you can't just change because you want to wail on a company that that doesn't make any sense five spot from thanaros do you think now uh, that jim ryan is leaving sony is pivoting from games of service and bungie's role as an advisor is not needed anymore there's been no indication they're pivoting from games as a service. They recently had uh it was an earnings call or something where the guy said they're going to continue you 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 have to understand something. <laughs> This discussion to me is so humorous because it's so rooted in just falsehood. People just say false things and now you're believing it. You probably saw a tweet or I don't know, a YouTube video or something where somebody said, yeah, once Jim Ryan's gone, they're leaning away from games as a service. That's not been indicated anywhere. And the webcast where they showed an increase in spending in games as a service was literally just this year. It was just this year. So you think so you think that they they cast that financial vision this year and some guy just reiterated this. Not Jim Ryan, some other guy said that is going to continue as planned. You think they allocated all those funds and they did that webcast this year and they're like, "Oh, thank God Jim Ryan's out of here. We're not doing that." Are, you're kidding yourself. That's not that's simply not true. That's not what today is about. Today is about Bungie. Y'all keep trying to make this about Sony and PlayStation and I'm telling you it is so disrespectful to the people that have been laid off or lied to or mistreated by Bungie. This is all on Bungie's leadership. Take your weird desire to wail on a company and go somewhere else if that's what you're going to do with today's conversation. That is not welcome here today. That is not what today is about. Bungie has been acting like this and being drunk on hubris and being toxic for many, many years, that didn't start under Sony's leadership. And you can't point to an acquisition where they remain independent and blame the owner for what they're doing internally. That's insanity. It's not logical, it's not informed, it's not educated, it's pure ignorance. It's ignorance. You're not saying anything that can be engaged with because it's not factual. It's not even an opinion. It's a false claim. There's a difference between saying, I really like this game, or I think this game deserves a Game of the Year award. Well, that's an opinion. But when you say, well, this is Sony's fault, this is PlayStation's fault, the, 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 this, is, this is on PlayStation, it's like you're saying something that's just false. False a 10 spot from resolve i have played this game since day one and i'm saddened to see what the people at the top have done and now i feel like it's good for them sucks for the employees but let sony take over i just asked a question not trying to console war you didn't ask a question you asserted something in the form of a question you (laughs) i'm gonna read you back your question i want you to listen to the fact that you're asserting something Do you think now that Jim Ryan is leaving, Sony is pivoting from Games as a Service and Bungie's role as an advisor? That's asserting that that's what's happening. You think now Jim Ryan's leaving, they're pivoting from Games as a Service? It's like, what are you talking about? No, that that doesn't make any sense, bro. That doesn't make any sense. They're they're not going to pivot from something that they just forecasted. They just, just this year... Now, listen... I would be more open to that as a theory if like, Hey, um, you know, Jim Ryan forecasted this games as a service and this budget three years ago. It hasn't really worked out that well. He's now leaving, you know, are they going to move away from this? Like, come on, like that would be more sensible. They just forecasted that this year. I don't think they remove Bungie from their advisory role. I don't think they pivot away from games as a service because of this situation. Sony hasn't failed at it. Why would they pivot? That's my point. It's like they haven't even gotten started yet. Just this year, they said, here's how much money we're going to spend on this. And seven months later, people are like, oh, they're failing. They're clearly not going to do this. And it's like, I I don't understand what you're talking about. They, they haven't even done it yet. They haven't even done it yet. <laughs> like, so it, you know... Jim Ryan got fired, Sony's taking over Bungie as hostile, Sony's in shambles, thoughts just asking questions bro, yeah like it just feels like a really loaded question like well now that Jim Ryan's gone they're, you think they're gonna move away from games as a service it's like no, they haven't even done it yet Sony's Games as a Service is starting in 2024 with Helldivers 2. Right, Helldivers 2 and Concord is going to be sort of the beginning. Like, I, we can't really judge their live service efforts, I would say, at least for two years. Because you have to have the games not just launch, you have to game have the games launch and then see how long their tail of engagement is. That's when we can start to say whether or not it's working. Even then, I guarantee you're going to have some failures in the mix. Guaranteed. Not all these games will, will, will flourish and, and succeed. Listen... We've been live for 30 minutes. I knew this was going to happen. With the magnetism of people that obsessively want to make this about Sony and PlayStation, I'm cutting that off. We're not doing that today. I want to talk about Bungie. That's the subject. That is the subject. Yes, Sony's attached to that. Sony could take over. But talking about Jim Ryan and Games as a Service, and is this Sony's fault? That Those are all red herrings to distract from the fact that Bungie's leadership is being exposed for what it is. Like, did you hear what some of these employees have said that they've been they, they were indifferent, like leadership was indifferent about the fact that all these people got laid off. You want to clip me out of context and make me look bad about not caring about people being laid off in a year where thousands have been laid off. Goodness gracious the the leadership of the company is being antagonistic and flippant and irritable about the layoffs instead of being like empathetic and being like yeah this really sucks some you know we're, we're sorry you guys are having to go through this they're like listen we'll pull this lever again we'll pull this lever again we you know what size hoodie are you wearing I'm wearing a large I actually think I would I would I would prefer a medium I like a loose fitting hoodie but I think a medium would look like really preem like it would look really nice Bungie made a bad deal and treat their employees like dirt right like I, well, I don't actually know if they made a bad deal I don't know maybe they needed the deal it sounds like they might have needed the deal maybe they anticipated being uh, <laughs> maybe they anticipated this you know it really sucks but no, know, know that we'll be prepared, be prepared and we'll do it again Eugene says, it's been pretty apparent for a while leadership's out of touch over there. Right. I don't think it's a talent problem. I don't even think it's a vision problem. I think Destiny has has had really, really good years, you know, in, in well, I don't know about recently, but like 21, 2021, 2022, I would even say 2020. They were really starting to turn around the, the, the rhythm and the quality. Destin corrected his tweet. False report from you. I didn't false report. I stated a fact. He tweeted that. Uh, Do you think I follow him obsessively? I I didn't see that he corrected his tweet. All I said was, he tweeted that. I quote tweeted it and corrected it. That's all I said. That's an accurate accounting of what happened. That's not a false report. Similarly to claiming it's a hostile takeover, you're misusing the word false report. I didn't false report. I described what happened. If he came behind and corrected himself, great, but lesson learned stop tweeting like that like it was like when these layoffs hit everybody immediately started tweeting and blaming PlayStation and Sony and then and then the truth came out and it was like oh it had nothing to do with them quit as 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 figureheads and journalists and games media and outlets like come on like stop tweeting like that what because when you do that it becomes part of the narrative immediately Immediately, now everybody's running around saying, Oh, it's a hostile takeover. And it's like, It's oh my gosh, that's not what that term means. True reporters keep up. You think I'm a reporter? I'm a YouTuber, dude, with the real life. Like, I don't live on Twitter. I saw that tweet. I was like, That's ridiculous. I retweeted it, corrected it, and then I went back to writing my monologue. And then I went and got a haircut. And then I went and hung out with my family. I didn't like stay on Twitter to see if he was going to correct what he said. Goodness gracious. The seasonal content has been really good this year, says Eugene. The loot's been good. The story's been good. All their problems are outside the game. Lightfall was lackluster, but the content's been pretty solid. In general, it seems that's been the... Wait, I think I missed... Did I miss a... I think I missed a super chat. Hang on. I did, I did. Momo the Cow with a $5 Super Chat says, as a recent Destiny 2 player reading about Bungie's history, I was surprised how long they stayed alive independently, but now it's catching up to them. Yeah, there's always been a pattern of like the... um, yeah, like a piece of fuzz. Okay, got it. There's always been a pattern with Bungie where they'll have the really good the really good expansion and then the next one's kind of weak and then a really good expansion and then the next one's kind of weak that, that typically is like a bandwidth shuffle from my perspective the fact that Destin had to retract proves lono's point yeah like stating something false getting called on it and correcting it what what do you want a cookie you want a ribbon for that hey i i cleaned up the spilled milk in the kitchen Okay, so you cleaned up your own mess. Congratulations. We'll we'll all get from our seats to give you a standing ovation. <laughs> Sony has nothing to do with this. These problems have been going on uh, since the Halo days under Microsoft. I mean, I didn't cover Bungie back during that era, so I can't speak to that era of Bungie. The era of Bungie that I interacted with was just and I was a part of it dude I drank the Kool-Aid like got a little drunk on the righteousness the self-righteousness and the hubris right you know whole day for you a five bomb from Rissick thank you so much taking us to 17 members on the day Thank you so much, Risic. Uh, I haven't played Destiny two since the weeks before the layoffs, and I hate that I won't get to see the ending. But I can't abide continue to give them money uh, with Bungie continuing to fail. Well, and like I was getting, like I was kind of getting into it. Like I fell into the Kool Aid of Bungie's going to change the world. We're doing all these great, amazing things. It's such an amazing game. It's such a unique community. And then slowly but surely the veneer fades and the paint chips and you start to see the Destiny streaming community for what it is and you start to see the community managers for what they are and you start to see the company for what it is and it's like this is all been a bit of a it's been a bit of a play. We've all been wearing costumes, you know, we've all been play acting All these people that postured like self-righteous saviors of the world are terrible people, you know, they and a lot of the practices and things that went on, you know, it's like I, I, I fell into thinking all those things, too. And I think a lot of the people at the company that are now looking for a job feel the same way. They can't believe it. They've been disillusioned they've been, you know, they've had the veil torn off. And they're like, they're seeing the company straight-faced, you know. And I didn't even include this, but it seems like a lot of their, you know, their um, Virtue Signal social-issued stuff got cut, too. And it's like, well, as soon as soon as money's on the line dude that stuff's getting cut that stuff's convenient that stuff's you know altruistically advantageous we're gonna do all these things to make ourselves look really good but then you know the minute the chips are down that stuff's cut immediately I don't know if it's a mask slipping as much as things shift over time the people in the community self-select um and the same people start leaving I mean I it it could be a handful of things Zubair but I like looking back Looking back yes I I know for a fact I looked the other way I looked the other way on things I had experiences with content creators I had experiences with community managers I had experiences at at you know events and I looked the other way Because it was like, well, we're all having a good time and everybody's making a ton of money, so this is all really, you know, we'll all look the other way. But then if you look back, you're like, no. No, the sneering sort of sinister villain was always in the room. It it was always there. The shadows were always in the corners of the room. It was never this pure thing that people thought it was. It's just a lot of us look the other way. And I wish there's a lot of, there's a part of me that I wish I hadn't looked the other way. That's your personal character defect of seeing the best in people. Yeah, I mean, I was always quick to forgive. I was always quick to be like, maybe. I know I did that when I had a really crazy experience with the 1CM. I was like, well, maybe he was just having a bad day. You know, Activision had just kind of thrown them under the bus about something. There was like an article. What was it that Activision came out and said they weren't happy about? And I was like, well, he's probably just having a bad day, bad week. It's like, no, he's not nice. (laughs) He's not a good person. (laughs) And all of his misconduct's protected under NDA. Bought and paid for, right? Like, that's the way that company operates. They brush the misconduct under the rug with money. Organizations that they work with to do conferences practice the same thing. They brush things under the rug and use money to get people to be quiet. Like, that's the kind of stuff that was going on so when I see this I'm like (laughs) yeah well that's par for the course that's par for the course a member from Momo the cow thank you so much dude taking us to 18 members on the day it was forsaken that underperformed that's right that's right Activision was like they publicly said that I remember that yeah and I remember Bungie feeling like they had to defend themselves they were like, we're perfectly fine with it or something. What did Eugene say? He used Destin as an example to illustrate a take that has been out there, but keep banging that drum. I want to see how long you last calling his integrity into question. Wait, who's somebody's calling my integrity into question? Who? Call them out. Reporting on subjects should be done truthfully, not in the manner of I saw it. So it's always true. I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of what reporting is. Reporting is... Is this you, creature? I'm getting a thing. Okay, it's you. Um, Reporting is telling you what happened. If he came back and he corrected what he said, great. Good for him. I'm not obligated to report that if I didn't see it. So you think every time I'm reporting on something or I'm recounting something to you I'm supposed to what go back and like let me double check IGN said this uh, this outlet said this and this person said this hang on a minute I'm about to go live I better go make sure that they uh that they didn't they didn't correct anything shut up like seriously that's ridiculous and you know it that's silly that's not how it works not to mention in my opening coverage I didn't name him so maybe grind your axe somewhere else in my opening monologue I did not even name him I said there are people saying this I think that they should use Google before using such harsh terms somebody else came in and named him and I just interacted with them about it so again, you're barking up the wrong tree and you're just going to fall out of it. I did not even name him in the open. I don't do that. When I do the what's been the reaction, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, this is what people are out here saying. This is what people are doing." Like that that's a that's a common way that we do the content. I'll go I'll 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 I'll, I'll prove it to you. His name is not even in my document. I just searched it just in case to make sure like I didn't have it in there as a reference point. He was not named. He was not named. I just realized that Lona was the right size to be a jockey. I'm actually not the right size to be a jockey. I'm 5'6". I'm too tall. I've seen the jockeys here in Louisville for the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) They'd be great friends to have around because I could take pictures and look really tall. Yeah, like, so I didn't even call them out. I just said people were saying this, right? And I think you should use Google if you're going to use a term like that, you know? It's, it's, it's interesting to me, it's interesting to me that... I'm somehow in the wrong in that exchange. <laughs> How am I the one in the wrong in that exchange? <laughs> Man says something false. <laughs> Gets called out on it. Corrects what he said. And I'm somehow in the wrong for mentioning it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh just crazy it's pure craziness doc darks in the chat good to see you doc oh did you dm did you dm me back yet hang on a second hang on a second hang on a second let me let me see here let me see wait i'm on the wrong account hang on okay i was trying to get Odie. i'll I'll, I'll say i guess i'll have to settle for doc (laughs) if you can make it we got to try to get porter rock on that'd be an amazing show Okay, Doc wants to know, can you explain to me what happened with Bungie? I thought Destiny, Destiny, I thought Destiny was doing great. <laughs> Destiny's about to be Destiny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not. It's not. It'll be around for a while, I imagine. I'm working on uh, on time tomorrow. I'll let you know. Okay. All right, so here's the deal. For those of you that have just tuned in, we've been going for a little under an hour. Do me a favor and smash that like button. There's over 800 People here man smash that like button it helps out the video if you want to chime in in the chat be sure to do that oh there's 800 people here we've gotten one new subscriber i know where all you people are from fantastic they're not gonna they're not gonna push the like button they're hate watching that's fine just (laughs) helps the video anyways hit dislike it does the same thing so this is what happened Bungie was essentially facing a handful of crises over the years. A handful of, we're not going to make it. And the way I would describe these moments would be the inability to create content fast enough as well as the inability to make good on the demands of Activision. So that's sort of like the 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 seedbed for all of this. You got to rewind the clock and go all the way back and because of their engine and their vision, their vision was a bowling ball, their engine was a garden hose. It was like they had this vision Destiny that was huge and their engine was like a garden hose okay They're like trying to shove that bowling ball through this garden hose so there was all these problems they had to delay the game they chopped the game up they also in the midst of all of this they had what I would consider to be a creative dissonance at the company, okay? There was a Joseph Staten supercut. You know Joseph Staten. He got Halo Infinite out the door and then they took him off of the project. Great. I love Joseph Staten. So Joseph Staten supercut was rejected by Bungie leadership. I believe that was the beginning of the internal dissonance at the company with respect to just creativity and vision for the game. Like, what should we do with this game? Uh, And it was described as being campy. It was described as being very cutscene heavy. And so they took his vision and essentially they destroyed it. Okay? They, They busted it up and they broke it into pieces and they delayed the game. So Activision was none too happy about this, right? So the game gets delayed from 2013 to 2014. Then... The life cycle of Destiny 1 was seen to be put back on course and somewhat saved by the raid. Vault of Glass was sort of hailed as a very creative piece of content. And then a while later, you get the Taken King. Many people saw The Taken King as the savior of Destiny 1. It largely built on good changes that happened in House of Wolves. House of Wolves was the second DLC after The Dark Below. I'm basically giving you a history of the game right now because I covered this game exclusively for like six years. So... Dark Below doesn't go over very well, and then House of Wolves doesn't go over as well either, but it's better. It makes system-wide changes and improvements to the game. The Taken King is a substantive DLC, and it lands, and in many people's minds, it sort of saves the game. Then, they have to pivot, and they have to start working on Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is basically spearheaded by Luke Smith. Luke Smith was seen as somebody who could put things back on Destiny track because he was sort of the one who was in charge of the taken king so he sort of rises to a almost righteous position at the company in, at least in my mind i always thought he was moses he could get the he could get the game out of the wilderness um i don't think he liked me which is interesting i spent many hours defending that guy and he didn't like me <laughs> it's just funny to think about anyways they then In the final year of Destiny 1, create what many people think as the golden age of Destiny 1. It was the Age of Triumph. So they did Rise of Iron. People liked it. Rise of Iron had Wrath of the Machine, one of the greatest Destiny raids in the history of Destiny, and the content loop and the guns. And then Age of Triumph was basically like Destiny 1's greatest hits. They were cycling through the raids, new loot to get. It was awesome. Destiny 2 lands and is basically a disaster. It is thin. It has been over-casualified. They have gutted what many people grew to love in Destiny 1, which was chasing random rolls, chasing god roll weapons, okay? So Destiny 2 lands to mediocre response. Like, what the heck is this? We feel like we just came from the greatest era of Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 starts poorly. That's, you know, 2017. And then, a year later, similarly, they drop a DLC that seems to save the game, in many people's minds. In the wake of this, they pivot to a seasonal format, and the seasonal format is, we're going to give you less substantive story content and focus more on the content loop. I cheered for this. I said this is exactly what they've needed to do all of this time because what matters more to Destiny's longevity is the content loop. We play story missions and then we never go back to them. I still I, I still think they wasted so many amazing boss fights on story missions that you never replayed. I will go to my grave thinking that. There were amazing fights there were amazing moments and you play them once and then that's sort of the end of it. But at this time, they pivot to a seasonal model. Now, this seasonal model is fueled by parallel development. You have High Moon Studios helping. You have Vicarious Visions. Vicarious Visions, in my estimation, made and understood what Destiny content should B, they made the Menagerie, they understood Destiny's content and its content loop, largely because I think they were players of Destiny that then helped make the content, and I believe their affinity for the game helped them make better content, okay? Then, you lose High Moon Studios, you lose Vicarious Visions, and Bungie has to sort of start flying on their own. And in the midst of all of this, they're staring down the barrel of needing to make Destiny 3. I didn't plan to do this, so I'm doing this off the cuff. But in the middle of all of this, they're staring down the barrel of making Destiny 3. That's what Activision wants. They decide that's not the way. We're going independent. We're getting out of here. We don't want to be under Activision anymore. What this does is it creates this undercurrent false narrative that all of Bungie's problems up to now have been Activision's fault. We are going to ride off into the sunset and it's going to be the glorious days of independent destiny and Destiny casts this vision of we're not going to build a new game, we're going to continue to work within this game. This is when they start to, I think, lose some of the customer's confidence. And they lose the customer's confidence with things like sunsetting, something I defended, but then they implemented it in a terrible way. They did not implement it in the way that they should have, and so sunsetting goes over like a lead balloon. Then they start taking pieces of the game out to make space for new pieces of the game. This is damage mark number two for consumer confidence. In the midst of all this, they go free to play. This also, in many people's minds, damages consumer confidence. So I'm giving you a history of destiny as quickly as I can. So what's happening is, is consumer confidence is being shaken. And the sad thing is, is that it's being shaken at a time where I believe they're actually hitting a stride. They're actually hitting a stride with their, their their content rhythm. I think they're getting better at the content rhythm at this point. They're releasing what I felt like were good seasons, even though I couldn't play them or cover them because you wrongfully banned me and never told me why. But that's beside the point. I couldn't even play them, but from afar, I could tell. Getting good response, getting good engagement you know getting good player count numbers you can use bots like charlemagne and you can track the player count numbers and then a series of dlc's really really hurts okay the last dlc the the last dlc that i played was the one i don't even remember the name was it beyond light was that what it was called i don't even remember the freaking name of it because it wasn't all that great but then lightfall happened. And lightfall in many people's minds was the killing blow for them. You got to remember consumer confidence has been damaged over the course of time. This doesn't happen in an instant. They've had bad DLCs before. They've had bad moments. They have. And they typically always recover. And they typically always recover with um with with, with seasonal content, okay? They typically always recover with new stuff, with hype. They'll throw out some trailer and people are like, I hate Destiny. I'm never playing it again. And they go like this. And as they turn their back on the game, they hear the twinkling, tinkling of a brand new Destiny trailer, and they're like, oh, what's this? And then the hype machine begins, and everybody's back in. You saw this time and time again with content creators. Not enough content, boring content, sick of this game, and then the DLC would hit, and they'd make videos for two weeks talking about how it was the coming of the Savior, and they would talk about how great the game is, and then three weeks later they'd be talking about how the game is empty. Well, that rhythm stopped happening. With Lightfall. Lightfall was in many people's mind. A killing blow. It was like I am done. Like capital D done. With Destiny. So what this does is. It creates a problem for Bungie. Because Bungie has been expanding. Bungie goes up from like 800 or 900 employees. To like 1200 employees. They have big goals. They have marathon. They have been allocating bandwidth to other projects. Big spending. They're trying to expand. They're trying to put a a, a studio in Amsterdam. They've got their new facility that they have built or want to build. I don't even know the status of that new facility that they wanted to build. They want to get into entertainment. They want to do, as far as I can tell, uh, TV shows, movies, things of that nature. And the money slows down. So, what happened is picture it like this. Destiny was a cash cow for them and it was humming it was humming and it was just printing money and they were like dude we can use this f- to do all of this and when that cash flow slows down alarm bells start going off we can't we 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 got to lay people off we're not going to make it beyond that there was less interest in the final shape There was less interest in the final shape. So the the, the cash machine, the cash cow slows down. That's an alarm bell. But even bigger alarm bell is there's less interest in the final shape. So they lay these people off. But this report from IGN that I just covered today, you're all caught up. (laughs) You're all caught up. This report from IGN today sounds like, a full court press for survival they're cutting everything they're cutting bonuses travel expenses they cut knitting classes chat the knitting classes think of the knitting classes i'm being humorous but also think about that think about how bad it is when you're cutting something so inconsequential like do you really think the knitting class is is that significant in the grand scheme of things is it that significant in the budget well it is if you are literally doing a full court press we gotta survive and a 10 bomb comes in from risic thank you so much risic takes us to 28 that pushes us forward agent of chaos style i now owe you guys five members i'll owe you five more at the 50 so and this is why Everything I just told you in that rant, you lose all of that nuance, you lose all of that information when some some platform defender is like, I like green, I don't like blue, this is Sony's fault. You, You do a disservice to everything I just said to everything I just outlined this has been a long time coming I didn't even touch on really what the problem is at the company I just gave you like a logistical breakdown of like the finances like why are we here financially by the way the green hoodie is fire you guys like my reforge roast hoodie we'll have gaming one soon says reforge roaster here you like it You do an absolute disservice to that history and what this company has done when you try to blame it on Sony. Because the truth of the matter is what we learned in this IGN report is that the leadership of the company is toxic. The leadership of the company is terrible. They're not kind. They haven't run the company well. They don't treat people well. All their, all their posturing, all their virtue signaling, all their self-aggrandizing, and all their self-righteousness is so see-through. You couldn't put it into a thimble because it's phony, it's fake. This article is letting you see this isn't just a financial crisis, it's a crisis of culture. It's not just a line item on a budget that's a problem. It is an internal Cultural problem. And to look at everything that I just said and to look at this report and to say straight face, this is on Jim Ryan, this is on PlayStation, you are nothing more than a fool peddling in dishonesty. That's all that is. No, no respect at all for that position. I don't respect it. I don't empathize with it because it's foolish and it's false. This has nothing to do with Sony or PlayStation. This is a bungee problem and it has been for a very long time. Doc says, I'm sorry, Lona, but this has been your best rant explanation ever. I can hear the real passion. You need to do a Destiny documentary. I'd watch it.
1: <laughs>
0: of all the people, of all the people to do a Destiny documentary, you couldn't live with your failure and where does it bring you? Back to me. <laughs> 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 I would not advise drinking coffee while laughing. <clears throat> they should have made D3 or rebranded D2 and actually made it ongoing, but allowed for a real engine update or upgrade. At some point, a real overall needs to happen. MM2K says, Bro been telling us about Bungie and too many been watching with their fanboy goggles on. Great stuff. Thank you. Sony's been hands off with Bungie since acquiring them, so it's funny how Console Warriors want to suddenly blame Sony for Bungie's problems. Bungie shot first. Yeah. In the words in the words of the great poet Rambo, John Rambo. They drew first blood. And I'm not even really swinging back. <laughs> I'm really not. I just gave you a history of the game and the company and, and essentially what happened and what led to this moment. <clears throat> Seriously, Lono, uh, great show. No fanboy stuff. Can Lono save... I'm sorry, can Sony save this? Yeah, can Lono save this? <laughs> I can't save the company. They, they, they pushed me out, right? I was, a, I was a great fever bed of community interaction and Q&A and really good feedback and really good ideas, and they chopped my head off. So, in some respects, they deserve, they deserve this. They really do. But, to say, can Sony save this? I think sometimes in discussions like this, we make a huge mistake because we think very, very dichotomously. We think black and white. And what many people are going to do right now, they're going to do the same thing that people do when they're like, it's Sony's fault. What they're going to do is, is they're going to turn Bungie into this monolith of evil, and they're just going to, like, wail on it. Right? It's Bungie's terrible and Bungie's awful. Burn, burn it. You're like, tear the whole edifice down. That's stupid. Okay. I believe it's always way more nuanced than this. There are a handful of things that I believe to be true about Bungie. Foundationally, I think they have tons of talent. Tons. Imagine a company brimming with talent, the level of like insomniac, but we learn that like the leadership's terrible. You don't want to tear that edifice down. You have a very good machine up right there. You got really, really good pieces and parts that you don't want to damage. You're like, oh my gosh. This is, we got to protect this. So this is, this sounds, this sounds uniquely crazy coming from me. We have to protect Bungie. We have to protect Bungie from Bungie. We've always said no other game will kill Destiny. The only thing that'll kill Destiny is Bungie well the only thing that's going to kill Bungie is Bungie and you got to protect it from itself so I think you have to protect the company because there's too much talent there's too much institutional knowledge there's too much history you absolutely have to gut the leadership that's what I believe I believe they all need to go I think you walk Parsons out the door I think you walk Luke Smith out the door I think you walk all the leadership right out the front door and you start over fresh you say there's too much talent here, and there's too much history of toxicity to leave the leadership in place. When you're, when you're making people sign NDA under threat, when you're making people sign NDA so that they can get money, basically hush money, to cover up misconduct, that, that, it's like in the office, when he's like, taco meat settles at the lowest, <laughs> at the lowest level. He's like, you can't get that stink out you can't get this stink out it's too it's it's too low it's too deeply bedded you you absolutely have to get the leadership out of there Bungie (laughs) apologists are you say are you calling me that are you calling me that i have a question i saw a clip of you saying that microsoft needs a bungee I did not see a link to the show to watch in its entirety. Do you believe they need a bungee? Is there more to this clip? Where did you see this clip? When I was saying that, I was talking about Microsoft needs a company that can oversee projects and, and talk about viability of launch. That seemingly has been ripped from context. I'm assuming that clip is floating around today. Is that why you saw it? because that clip has been ripped from context. I'm so surprised you saw a clip of me that's been ripped from context. Oh, that's Rockin' Hard Dude. He's a real old-school viewer. I remember when you were called that back in the day. Okay, he was making a joke. I recognize your username. I didn't look at your username. I just looked at what you said. When I said that Microsoft needs a bungee, it was in response to what had happened with Redfall. Okay? And I was basically contrasting two different things. I was saying, Bungie stepped in... Bungie stepped in and said, Last of Us Factions is not ready to go. And you basically saved the company and the public. Um, You basically saved the company and the public from a bad game. And... The internal mechanisms at Microsoft had Phil Spencer surprised at Redfall. And that was when I said, well, you need a bungee. then. You need somebody that can put that basically infrastructure in place to oversee your games because your mechanisms are failing you. Microsoft and Xbox's mechanisms are failing them because they kicked out Redfall and Phil Spencer's like, yeah, it fell double digits below where we thought it was. That's after they controlled who got to review it. That's after you had outlets giving it higher scores than it even deserved, keeping it from falling well below like a 50-point average aggregate. So when I said that, I was like, Microsoft needs a bungee. You need a company that can look at your projects and say, this is ready to go. This isn't ready to go. I'm not sure if there was more to the clip or not. Thank you. There's not going to be more of the clip because that's what those people do. They're smear merchants and they are liars. They clip me out of context to make me look bad. That's, w- that's all that is. That's a clip ripped from context. If you actually go and you look at what I said, it is very clear. I was saying Sony has a mechanism in place to make sure they don't shove out a bad game. They cancel games all the time. There was an interview where the one guy said that. He's like, yeah, we cancel games all the time. And they now have a mechanism of oversight to say, is this live service game ready to go? So they don't misfire. And I was like, that's what Microsoft needs because... How can you look at Redfall and hear Phil Spencer say straight face that we had this thing in mock reviews landing double digits higher? Their mechanisms are failing them if they're continuing to ship games like Redfall and Forza Motorsport in the state that they're in. Look at the user scores those games are receiving. Their mechanisms are failing them. But you don't see that nuance, and you don't get that commentary. All you get is some hate merchant who's like, Look at this pony. Look at this idiot saying that Microsoft needs a bungee. Rip from context so they can farm impressions and clicks on what I say, because apparently their content's not strong enough to stand on its own. A $10 tip from Vrynne. Community account manager told Astacross to that they don't listen to his feedback because he complains too much. They can't save it when they willingly ignore the most outspoken voices. If there is one person, if there is one person who's been a shining example of integrity and honesty within Destiny content creation, he's the last man standing. <laughs> it's Astacross. <to> <laughs> he's it. DK beggar with a gifted member thank you so much Lono not only smear merchants but low performers in life misrepresentation is loser behavior adults behaving as children I agree with you brat I agree with you wait a minute wait a minute says doc go back to talking about Bungie and Sony leave Xbox alone please we hurting already tomorrow's gonna hurt more <laughs> listen 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 you mean tonight you mean tonight, baby? <laughs> it's in 8 hours, doc. Is in 8 hours. Now, somebody might say, does this shake your confidence in Bungie being in a position of oversight for live service games? I believe that is um that is I think tangentially related. I actually think Bungie is still in a position to commentate on the success of live service games and the failings of live service games. I think they're in a unique position to tell you, this is what the end looks like. This is what trouble looks like. This is what success looks like. Does that make sense? The fall of Destiny is Anthem's opportunity to rise again. (laughs) A five spot from Rogers. Thank you so much. No but but seriously I still think they're in a great position to tell you what could be good or bad in a live service game. I don't think their expertise is sullied by this story at all. All this story tells me is I told you so. Yeah, we'll be watching the game awards live tonight. I, th- that's all this story tells to me. Is it's like listen man, I tr- I tried for 3 years to tell you what was really going on? And, no, and nobody believed me. Everybody thought I was some paranoid, what they call me, a conspiracy theorist? Do I look like a conspiracy theorist now? All the dominoes are starting to fall. And I think that there's a lot of bad here. But the good that comes from it, I think, is that is that bad leadership's being exposed. And when you expose bad leadership, it's only a matter of time before resignations start. It's just only a matter of time. Like, unless you're made out of Teflon and your name's Bobby Kotick, once these kind of things start to come to the surface, I don't think the leadership survives. I don't. There is way too much blood in the water now. So I think, as sad as this is, and I'm telling you, there's probably more layoffs coming. I think the good that comes from it is that we see bad leadership walked out the door, right? I I think that's what you're going to end up seeing. Yeah, the awards are today. They're tonight at uh, seven thirty. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go live at like seven. Uh, that's Eastern. Uh, seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Preacher says, isn't it funny when someone tells a little too much truth? Groups of people come to you and attack you. Seems like a trend. Huh. Yeah, well, the truth is liberating. I I, I would, I would, I welcome I welcome the the idea that the the, the delusion that you could somehow silence me. You know, that's never going to happen. You can't. You failed, and you'll continue to fail. Joker Quinn ordered a dark Reforge Roast shirt. Thank you. And Rissick ordered a bag of Frickmas and a Team Light hoodie. Thank you so much. I appreciate that very, very much. It took a long time for my son's plushie to ship. PC Gamer sent me like a really cool plushie. And, uh,. I had to order a second one. It was like the cutest thing ever. I, was like, I gave it to my daughter. I was like, I ordered you one, boy. Don't worry. Duff with a five spot. Meanwhile, Fortnite has multiple games packed into one. At this point, hasn't stumbled in its seven-year lifespan. I think that's a very different... That's not even a fair comparison by any stretch of the imagination, brother. Like, Fortnite had, you know, a virality. It was an organic moment. It latched on to a growing trend. It latched on to a growing game type. I trying to compare Fortnite to Destiny is just that doesn't that doesn't serve a purpose at all like they're so different they're so different um can you explain lono how Destiny 2 gets nominated for best community support for the game awards everything i've heard about the game is not good at least for the last year or so um <laughs> i believe that I believe that hubris can function as a social contagion. And I believe that the hubris of Bungie is infectious. There are people in their pocket. There are are members of the press in their pocket because um, getting press releases early for articles, uh, getting access to content early is very, very financially beneficial to a lot of those outlets. And I also think that the hubris functions as a social contagion. I believe that people look at the company and their social efforts and their blog posts and they cheer for that as loudly as they cheer for content. And it becomes something that is cult-like. So that's why they got nominated for that award. Because 200 members of a global press voted for that. And a large, a large amount of the press... Not to make it personal, but if you go back to 2020 and what happened with me, it was media and journalistic malpractice. But Bungie has all those outlets in their pocket, so it was never going to get covered accurately. To this day, it wouldn't be covered accurately. It wouldn't. That's why they got voted for that award because the press, the, the the press has bought into the to the to the hubris, and as well as the the money they get good money from it. They you. Like, look at what happened in the wake of the layoffs. You saw some of the typical pro-Destiny, pro-Bungie talking heads acting like like they tried to act like it wasn't a big deal. They tried to shift blame to Sony. They tried to basically soften the negativity directed towards Bungie. They did the same damn thing when the misconduct hit the airwaves. The same talking heads. No integrity in that at all. They're more beholden to protecting the company than giving you the truth. That's why they got nominated. Brat with a two spot. Did somebody say PC Gamer? PC is the best gaming platform. Oh, p- <laughs> they sent me some nice stuff, Brat. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Brat. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Did I miss any gifteds or, or tips? Mm, DK Baker yeah, I added DK Beggars. Okay. Okay. If Bungie wins the award, what a slap in the face of the people that were let go in the community it will be. They paid someone to get nominated? No. Thank you for the gifted Stone Spire putting us right on 30. That might be tempting. We've got some big boys in chat today. A 20 bomb would get us to 50. We'll see. Dangling the bait. Nicely done, Stone Spire. Yeah, I don't... Hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. I don't think they paid for the nomination. I think the gaming press is... I don't want to say corrupt because that sounds like they're corrupt. It, I, I believe that the gaming press has an infection, and what it is, you, you you would describe it as this. So you, this isn't unique to Bungie. Okay, this isn't unique to Bungie, but the gaming press has an infection, and the infection is they are essentially hooked up to a machine intravenously that keeps them alive. And what that is, is information. And if they bite the hand that feeds, it, it could put their platforms on life support. I mean this. That's why the gaming press is just so jacked up right now. That's why the the review meta that we saw with stuff this year, it's it's absolutely broken. It's a broken system because all it is is a bunch of outlets that live and die off of getting the information first. And it doesn't have to be accurate and it doesn't they, they don't even have to divulge the relationships that they have with these companies, which I think is ridiculous. If I get if I get a game from a company, I have to divulge that information to you. Why? Because that would affect my relationship with the company and what I say about the game, right? Well, if you are essentially in the pocket of a developer and you're getting information first, you're getting those press releases, so you can have your post, your blog post, nice and typed up and ready to go, that relationship should be divulged to the public. That's, un- in my in my opinion, I think it's unethical. All these outlets are out here basically functioning as mouthpieces for the publishers and the developers because they get fed the information so they get everything ready to go and they get the first clicks, they get the first hits, they get the best ad revenue. That relationship is not divulged to the public and it should be. That's why Bungie got nominated. Because that system is so deep, it's just down into the marrow of the relationship between publishers, developers, and these press outlets and the difficulty is how do you separate the good and the bad actors, because it's like they're all kind of in the same bad scenario it's not a good scenario, it's not a healthy scenario I'm beholden to no one, I can say whatever the frick I want I can I can walk out here and read this article and I can I can I can take haymaker swings at a company. I'm not beholden to anybody. If that doesn't get me if that doesn't get me review codes for games or that doesn't get me good treatment, I don't I don't care. I haven't built a, a channel. I haven't built a system that relies on that. These companies have. They've built something that relies on that, and I think that's a real danger. William Lewis with six months of memberships. Good to see you, William. Says thanks for the honesty. This is going to make me sound like an Xbox fanboy, but I think with updates made and fans coming back, Halo should have been nom. N- oh, nominated for community support. Mm, I don't agree. It's so eleventh hour. It's so it's so too little, too late. It's been so bad for so long. That would be such a weird nomination for three, four, three, a twenty spot for Super Googly it'd be a shame to the industry if the 720 30fps game wins against the rest people need to wake up from nostalgia and say no to Nintendo it's time for our daily $20 tip from Googly, so he can rail against Nintendo and Zelda I, that's not even remotely close to being on topic sir <laughs> it's gonna be good for your soul it's gonna be good for your heart it's gonna be good for your mental health for you to let that one go bro like you got to let that one go. Nintendo is awesome in the view of the gaming public. The the, the Nintendo Switch saturation is insane. You got to let that one go. It's eating away at you, bro. You just have to. <laughs> It's not, like we're sitting here talking about Destiny and Bungie and, and the future of the company. And he's like, I'm just, I've, I've been here in a couple of days. I just want everybody to know that it's going to be an absolute travesty and the death of gaming if the Zelda game wins any awards. You've, you've got to let that one go, bro. You have to. <laughs> you must. <laughs> you must. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as soon as I see his currency, I know. As soon as I see his currency, I'm like, here we go. (laughs) 158 HK. Here we go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Excuse me. Um. Oh, what did he say, Valiant? What did Quip say? Um. To be fair to the nomination, it's for community support because the CMs for Destiny were fantastic compared to other games in the industry. I wholeheartedly disagree with you. No. There are tangible examples of targeting and toxicity. That is not professional. That is not what people with that level of a following should do. One of their CMs had a private Discord that they used to blacklist content creators and to gossip about them. And when one of the content creators said that they didn't really feel comfortable with what was going on, they were banned from the Discord. That's not a company that should be praised at all. And they also just stopped talking to the community this year. <laughs> Like, it got so toxic. In their defense, in their defense, it got pretty toxic. But they just stopped talking to the community this year. They're like, we're not going to talk to you. You guys are nasty. You don't nominate a company like that. Well, your community's so toxic that you had to stop talking to them. Let's give you an award. Like, what? What are you talking about? I don't see. I don't see. I don't see other companies doing that. Can you imagine the community managers for like World of Warcraft be like, y'all are just too mean. We're not talking to you. Have you ever seen the nonsense that these community managers have to put up with? It's toxic. It's terrible. Bungie's not special. You're not unique. (laughs) You're not some precious, you know, snowflake. You know what I'm saying? you are there's nothing unique about you you're just another company that gets ill treatment from disturbed individuals who are protected by the anonymity of the internet welcome to how awful it can be out here you're not special community managers in every other game company put up with this am i saying that that's okay no am i saying that that's acceptable no i think i think it's good that companies are standing up to it, and, like, the one guy got sued. Like, Bungie successfully sued a guy because he went way too far. These people go way too far. It's disturbing, bro. It makes me uneasy sometimes. I'm like, yo, leave me alone. You make me feel like I'm under threat with the way some people just viciously attack me. It's like, bro, this is this just video games, man. What's going on? You're making it personal. And that's just weird behavior. And I think that the way they handled that, you don't get you don't hand them a community award. Every every company out there deals with toxicity. Have you seen the way people react to when Fortnite's not working or goes down or makes a change that nobody likes? Have you seen the way the community responds? Can you imagine if Fortnite's community engagement team was like, well, people are just too mean, so we're just gonna stop talking to you. Like, give me a break. You you think Bungie's got some special breed of toxicity in their community? And if it does, where do you think it came from? We playing the day before today? Oh, you know it. Rogers with the five spots. says, Let's talk about Nintendo and how their executives took pay cuts so they didn't have to lay off employees. Bungie execs could learn from Nintendo. Yeah, I think that's a good example. <laughs> I think that's a good example. <laughs> you you want to talk about Nintendo? Yo, Edward Hulse, I didn't thank you for your two-spot your two spot super chat. Thank you so much. He says, hype for the Game Awards tonight. Face of Will with four months and a Reforged writer. Great content as usual. Looking forward to the Game Awards stream tonight. Thank you very much. Yeah, I raise you Riot and League's community. Right? Can you imagine the League of Legends community managers being like, is this your first time? <laughs> It's just too toxic. We're not gonna talk to these people and the, and the League of Legends community teams like is this your first time? just <laughs> your first just your first rodeo? <laughs> It'll be okay <laughs> It'll be okay mittens. you'll be all right. <laughs> just give them a real condescending name you know you'll be okay turbo. Gee, many Christmas some of those toxic communities <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Now there might be companies that are like, look, we just gave up. We we stopped trying. <laughs> they might not even engage at all. They're just like, it's just not worth it's just not worth it, you know? <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? In the League of Legends community. Go guy! You're like, okay, thanks. We were just checking on you. Like, they might not at all be interested. <laughs> They're just like, it's just not it's not worth it. You know? <clears throat> Bit off topic, what do you think of the upcoming Summer Games Fest Game Awards projections? I, I already did that stream. I mean, I already made my predictions. I said I said the five that would be nominated for Game of the Year and I I, I nailed that. As far as win, Baldur's Gate three is gonna sweep a ton of the categories. Uh, I think Spider Man's gonna walk away with zero to one awards. Zero to one because it's just too uh it's just it, it's it's too competitive. They're in too many categories. They're in too many categories with Baldur's Gate uh, as well as uh, Zelda. And I think that's just going to make it really hard for Spider-Man to win. Two spot from William Lewis. There are companies like that. Gollum ring a bell. (laughs) By the way, these aren't white. I really, really like. Let me see if I can get a zoom. These are metal tipped. They look white on the camera because they're shining. This hoodie is such high quality. It is so nice. I really hope y'all that order them like it as much as I do. It's also a thinner material, so it's not heavy. It's not like a huge commitment. Some hoodies you put on, and it's really got to be cold, or you're just going to be too hot. You're going to be, like, in your car or in a a, a, a store, and you're like, Ugh, I'm too hot. It's like, it's that perfect... Material that, like, adds some warmth, but not too much. So, appreciate everybody who's been supporting uh, and ordering hoodies and coffee today. We're at 30 out of 50 members. Uh, We're trying to get back to 2,000 members. We have an incentive right now. If we hit 2,500 members, we'll do community game night. If we hit 3,000 members, I will do a Frickmas caroling night on the 22nd of December. So, you've still got time to get the big stretch goal, but right now... We are still sitting at right about 1,900 members. So we're trying to get to, to 2,000 members first, and then we can start focusing on all the other pushes. A 10 spot from my man, Hitman, who's been around for forever. Happy Hollies. What's that three? Let's celebrate their third super on the live stream. Oh. Happy holidays, Lono. I'm happier than ever to see Karma hit Bungie. I would hate to see anyone lose more jobs, but I hope this gets worse for Bungie. Their arrogance and poor management finally bit them. My opinion on this is that, personally, the best case scenario in this situation, the best case scenario would be that they cut off the head so that the, uh, that the people at the bottom can keep their jobs. Behemoth with a 10-bomb hits us to 40. Thank you so much, Behemoth. He says, come on, boys, let's band together. A lot of 5 and 10-bombs add up quick. We've had days with four and 500 members. Behemoth is kicking it up a notch. Thank you for doing it. I love seeing some of these names get membership. Games for Eternity, good to see you. Kaiser Soze's here all of the time. Thank you so much. Counterfeit Killer has been here a lot. I know these names. These are these are long-standing supporters of the channel. Thank you for doing that. Behemoth. Yeah, I think best case scenario would be remove leadership so that the, the people at the bottom get their job, get to, get to keep their jobs. As a way to stay off layoffs, you would say no. Sony steps in and says, We're taking over, and you're not laying off a bunch of people. You, 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 and you. You're gone. And you being gone is going to save us a ton of money. You you, know, you want to tell the company that that's just not the kind of company this is? Like, you don't take a pay cut to stop layoffs? That's fine. You don't need a pay cut. You're cut. Get. Like, that to me would be best case scenario. Protect Bungie. Protect them. They have talent. They have vision. They have passion. If you can bottle... If you can bottle the passion, the institutional knowledge, and the talent at Bungie, by getting rid of the leadership, but but keep that and bottle that, you've you've got a pretty good recipe. You do. I think anything else would be a would be a mistake. Yo, Darth Nihilus gifts a member. Thank you so much, dude. Those single members add up, guys. Don't be shy, man. Five bucks, pays it forward to somebody else in this community and lets them into all the members' content for a month. Doesn't the bungee board have members of Sony on it? Okay, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. We didn't really focus on this all that much. Okay, so Eugene is a lawyer, and according to him, any board of directors change is publicly filed with the state that you operate in. So, he went and looked... There is no record of a board of directors change at Bungie. So the IGN article is alleging that it's like, a, it's like a half and half split with Pete Parsons as the tiebreaker vote. So it is a split board. Now, Eugene's saying this was never reported anywhere. So if the IGN article is in fact correct, this was done in a way that wasn't filed so the public never knew about this. We're learning about this for the first time. Lethal Escape, welcome back in as a member. Is there a future where Bungie leadership does dissolve and becomes almost employee-owned functionally, or does Sony not let that happen? Yeah, I don't know, Paris. I don't know. Also, if execs keep firing, that's Sony losing good talent. Right, if executives are trying to protect themselves you know to survive and they just keep laying people off you're you're watching talent walk out the door you're watching people that have been there for how long leave there's not even a record of Bungie shares going to sony that i saw so interesting are you sure they just haven't filed it in a different state through some loophole yeah i don't know valiant i, I don't know I, I don't know how it works that's not my area of expertise that's not. You know, Omar Omar is in is in copyright law. I'm not sure what field Eugene or Zubair practices in, but we got a handful of lawyers here. I attract lawyers for some reason. And they're all like that this at the very least Eugene has been really driving the point that like this should be filed somewhere and we can't find it anywhere. Now, does that mean the IGN article is false? I don't think so. I think it's clear that these people have actual concrete information. There was too much in this article for this to be made up. If all they had was the board th- claim, I would be more like likely to think this might be false. But when they start going into details about what's been cut, and they include things like the knitting classes, I was like, yeah... This this is this is good in this is good info. This is coming from people at the company. This is too detailed. This is too specific. When you get this level of specificity, you're dealing with somebody who's actually in the know. Oh, Eugene doesn't currently practice. Okay. I don't know what your background is in. Nothing but the bungee exec standing in front of a dev computer and staring blankly at it. Does anyone know how to make a game? <clears throat> Eugene says it could be buried under holding companies and stuff like that. Maybe. So is Bungie um, driving the narrative that players should support the game more to keep Bungie away from the evil grasp of Sony? They're not driving that... No, that's not what this article felt like. I had to process that and kind of think through it. I don't think that's why these people went to IGN. Rogers with a a $5 super chat. Wait, if Sony acquired Bungie for talent, would Sony allow Bungie to continue to lay off talent? I think Sony would have dropped leadership first. Sony doesn't have the ability to do that just yet, according to what this article is alleging. This article is alleging that Sony cannot take control. And a five bomb comes in from Hitman. Thank you so much, Hitman. Getting us a little bit closer We've been trying to if we if we did like a hundred a day, we would hit these goals without 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 breaking a sweat. And Hitman just got us about halfway there. We could easily do this. Easily. That's only what? That's only 20 people. That's 20 people doing a five bomb. We could easily do that every day. No, no sweat. I guarantee you we could do that before the twenty-second. Um you should use a green screen so it looks like your hands are floating. <laughs> <laughs> I could turn it on. I don't know what it would do. I don't know what it would do. Yeah, I'd have to turn it up because this is not exactly the greenest of greens. Yeah, now it just looks like it's gray. Oh, I'd have to turn the green screen on on this one, too. Um, there you go. Goodbye <laughs> That's funny. It's not quite. It's not quite good enough. It's not quite good enough. The green. The green is not quite neon, uh, enough. And a five bomb. From Lone Wolf. Takes us to fifty-one. That functions as an agent of chaos. Thank you so much. Christos says, "I'm trying to summon a ghost of Tsushima announcement today." Oh, if I can get Doc on and can't get Porter Rock, I could have her on. She's pretty PlayStation-leaning, isn't she? Hang on a minute. Uh, let's see. I don't have a DM to P-Rock. Hang on. I've never DM'd him before. Um, Trying. Hang on. Trying to get your brother for a show friday 12 p east to talk game awards results would you be available i want both sides blue and green trying to get your brother for a show tomorrow friday 12 p.m eastern to talk game awards results would you be available i'm typing too fast would you be available i want both sides blue and green let's see if porter rocks available if not Porter Rock we could try and get Chris Toast. Who is she? She does like uh, a lot of PlayStation content, uh, a lot of VR content. She streams sometimes and makes content. She's like riding on a bike, it's like a challenge. So She's a lot easier on the eyes than P-Rock. Hey, that's that's true, but that's not fair to P-Rock. <laughs> that's not fair to P-Rock. Yo Roger, welcome back as a VIP. I appreciate that very very much. <clears throat> Siege Master says, "Could the board changes be hidden in the purchase agreement or contract, or would that still need to be filed separately?" I—that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Lazy Nerd orders two hoodies. Thank you so much. A team dark and a team green. That's amazing. I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the back end and I'm going to push the fulfill button on all of these so that you guys get these as soon as possible. Hang on one second. All right, uh, let's see. Um, Request fulfillment. Send. Kaboom. All right. I want these to get to you guys as soon as possible. Request fulfillment. I have to go in and like push the button so that that way they, uh, they start processing the order uh, at the printing, where they where they do the printing. Request fulfillment, send, and we got one more here. Request fulfillment, send. There you go. I want you guys to get those as soon as possible. <clears throat> Y'all need to touch grass, clicks on a Pokemane stream. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, a grill. That's right. That's right. Um. Wow. Hmm. i figured everyone was truly Team Dark. I'm stepping away from the console war and I'm stepping into the hoodie war. That's right. Okay, okay. We'll talk later, Creature. Uh, Hashtag... Oh, I'm sorry. Frickmas is my favorite blend. I'm going to go Team Green hoodies. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing. That's what I'm drinking. Guys, don't forget to order the Frickmas blend, man. Don't forget to order the Frickmas blend. Gonna have to wait till payday to get a hoodie. Yeah, they're really, really nice. They are. Guys, we are almost to the two-hour mark on the broadcast. Do me a favor. If you haven't smashed the like button yet, do that for me. It does help the video. It helps out the video, And, uh, it's free to smash like if you've been lurking, if you've been listening, if you've been enjoying the conversation, if you've been enjoying all of the, uh, the breakdowns and the fire and the opinions, uh, make sure you hit subscribe. That allows you to talk in the chat. Also hit that bell button. So you don't miss my streams and, uh, give that like button a smash, man. It does. It does help out the video. Um, we do get a bit of an influx of content. uh, I'm sorry, of people when we're covering Bungie or Sony and they uh, they ain't hitting and subscribe and they hitting like because they're just here because they don't they don't they don't like me and they don't like what I have to say. So let's let's fight the good fight. Smash that like button. I took today off just to stream uh, the game awards tonight. The struggle is real. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's this guy saying? Do my friend do your research. Bungie needs to be taken over. Sony will get them, right? Um, I mean, uh, chat saying you missed a super chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me go back here and look. Oh, I am so sorry. William Lewis. I thought I needed to thank somebody, but then I saw Rogers VIP renewal and I thought that was it. William Lewis, thank you for the $5 Super Chat tip. It says, so what happened to that $1.8 billion part of the sale that Sony paid to, for talent retention? Did Bungie pocket it? It was only for one year. We are outside that window now, William Lewis. Good question, though, but yeah. Yeah, we're outside that window now. Um, hang on. I want to get this uh, over here and closed. Uh... Sneaky Wolf says, according to the contract, another $5 super chat, Bungie has to hit a certain amount of revenue. If they don't hit that mark, Sony can step in and take over. That is what is being alleged in this IGN article. Paracito says, a corporation must report the names and addresses of its directors to the state of Delaware on the corporation's annual report by March 1st of every year. This report is a snapshot as of that date however and need not show intra-year changes. When was the deal put into effect? This may not have done it but reported yet. But according to the to the article this happened in June of 2022. So it would have been reported by March of this year. We would we would be able to find that. I mean you went to Delaware, this would be Seattle, uh this would be Washington. <clears throat> So Bungie had a 1.8 billion annual payroll. What the heck were they paying the execs there? What were they knitting with? Solid gold thread? (laughs) Um, Oh, I see what you're saying, Fahim. You're saying, I'm saying Sony will correct Bungie's mess. I I, I don't know if Sony can course correct. I just know what the problem is and you gotta get the problem out. It's a leadership problem. They need a company-wide assessment of leadership, quality, and efficiency. That's what they need. You got to go to, you know, management, team leads, project leads. You got to assess the quality of all of those people and get them out if they're part of the problem. As a Destiny addict, addict, Shout out to Lono's Wrath Runs. Nice. I'd rather see Destiny benched and given time to come back swinging. Yeah, I mean, I I think that, I again, I've said for a while, I think Destiny and Bungie are good for, I think they're good for, uh, they're good for the industry. I don't think you want to see them go away. Not permanently. Like I said in my open, they're not like, <coughs> they're not a dis, like a, I always think I can get away with one sneeze and it's always two I, I said this in my show open it's like they're not some Disney villain that we need to like walk to a cliff and shove off and be like see you later don't ever don't ever have to deal with them again yay and like the town cheers like they're not Gaston at the end of Beauty and the Beast where like you just drop him into some chasm and then that's the end of that bad guys are gone it's not that simple it never is I said this when I covered the layoffs. I said much of the problems at companies like this, it has nothing to do with the employees that get laid off. It has nothing to do with the employees who are now under threat of being laid off or feeling like their job is in jeopardy. It's never their fault. They're just they're doing their thing, man. They're just they're just there, you know, getting get earning a living, paying their bills, you know. And they're and they're 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 trying to they're trying to you know earn a living. They're not they're not try, they're not driving the ship. They're not they're not fostering the culture. They're not they're not the ones making the executive level decisions. No, it, it, it's it's usually not their fault. Okay, so we did that, and I went live. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The, by the way, just a little housekeeping, you guys may have noticed that I scheduled the stream today around 935, and I think I went live like 15 minutes later. We're, we're trying to get that window shorter. We are no longer going to be, for, for at least the time being, we are not going to schedule the stream at like quarter after eight, and then I go live like an, an hour and a half later. We're going to start scheduling the stream and trying to schedule it and go live. You know, it's going to get scheduled at like 925, and I'm going to go live at 930. So you're going to have to like come to the homepage, turn your notifications on, hang out in the Discord, follow me on Twitter or something. Do the same thing you've been doing like when you come and hang out and wait, but it just, you're not going to have this big long window of time where the stream is scheduled. We tried that today and it looks like it actually helped. Outsider with a $5 uh, Super Chat tip says, if Sony does take over Bungie, can you see exclusive guns or missions coming into Destiny content on PlayStation 5? for a year. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed, that's how I get framed. They're going to frame my commentary that way. I'll sit here and outline the entire history of the game and the bad leadership and the toxicity and the reports from the employees and I'll say, Sony needs to step in. Sony needs to step in and take over. And you know what people are going to say? Look at this pony. He just wants, you know, Sony to get exclusives and better stuff in Destiny. It's like, there's literally no way to say that what a unique gift it is to be banned in that game because I can say all this and I have no dog in the fight I have no dog in the fight I don't play the game I can't play the game what a unique gift that was to be banned from that game to distance myself from the game and the community and the coverage what a strange blessing that has turned out to be you can't call my integrity into question on that. You can't. Because I'm not fighting for the game or its content because I play it. I'm fighting for the game and the company and they mistreated me. Like how how is that how is that for a, for a pure clean coverage angle? It's like I can't even play the game. I'm one of the people who got mistreated and I'm out here fighting for the I'm fighting for them. like dude you got to protect this company, dude. There's too much talent there. You can't let this game die. You can't let this franchise. You can't let this studio drift off into the sunset. You got to keep this thing going. They're good for the industry, they're good for the future of live service games, something that I actually believe will be a continued staple of the gaming economy. about it some of the best games budget were around 300 million with years of development they had four times that and they spent it in one year yeah I don't know it's interesting to think about that Jay right because they were trying to expand they they did go up from 900 employees to 1200 so maybe a lot of it was spent on that I don't know vapor with a gifted member thank you so much vapor taking us to 52 members on the day just mentioned the leader of the destiny 2 directory being iced by bungie and they never apologized but this guy can talk smack all day long there is a i'm i'm just i'm just going to choose the way i talk about this very carefully cuz I, I i'm i'm continued to really focus my mental energy today these days really tire me out cuz it's a lot of there's just a history here and it's emotionally taxing to talk about that company because it's very activating um, because of everything that they did to me. But in, in being careful and talking about this, I am not surprised that they did that to anybody. There is a history of that company manipulating that directory, manipulating the results of that directory, and having favorites and having people that are blacklisted that's not super abnormal in in the gaming world but they were they were especially toxic about it they were they were especially toxic and nasty about it um and i think the more that this story develops like a white speck um i think the more that this story develops the more People are gonna say, man, you know, Lona was telling the truth all this time. For three years, this guy's been telling the truth, and 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 no, and and a large, large, large portion of the public just didn't believe him. You know, that's uniquely frustrating and sad. It is to be like <laughs> to stand and watch and to sit and have see it happen and be like, man, I, I, I tried. I tried for three years. I really did. You know, and everybody thought I was some weird paranoid. Conspiracy theorists, I'm like, all right. Time, time and truth are undefeated. They are. They come for all of us. And I don't think this is the only company or the only group that's going to be shown for what it is. I think this is this is this is one of many revelations that people will have. <clears throat> lone wolf with a gifted lone wolf with two gifted thank you so much lone wolf taking us to 54 members on the day It goes to claw killer and Fahim. thank you so much we still think you're weird no that's three gifted members i know what he's doing lone wolf's trying to set up the 20 bomb drop from 55 to 75 he says lay up (laughs) there it is thank you so much lone wolf very sneaky oh and it goes to vapor <clears throat> Valiant says, "I can't even imagine how much you are having to wrestle with your instant reactions to some of this and not just unload." Yeah, I questioned some of the stuff I said in the opening monologue. I questioned including it. I just, you know, it's an internal battle to say my journey and my experience. It's it's part of this. I can't I can't I can't rip that out. I can't. It's not possible. I, I I have to include it to a to a point. I have to include it to a point. DK Bager sets up the agent of chaos. If somebody decides to drop the 20 bomb, we're gonna fly past 75. Thank you, DK Bager and William Lewis. Just so you know, I clipped that whole Destiny 2 Game Award nom rant to send a bungee. Just kidding. <laughs> Thoughts on this angle. Hang on. The article sources are people that were told things by people above them. It 100% reads like something you tell low-level employees to keep them in line. Thoughts on this angle? I could see that angle, Eugene, and here's why I don't find it compelling. My initial reaction to that, the first thing I thought of was, these people have way too much information. You don't tell people... You don't tell low-level employees, these are the board members, this is how it works, this is how the split board works, this is how it's going to happen. You wouldn't do that. You'd speak in generalities. You would say, Sony has every right to take over if we can't hit these numbers. If that's all we had, I think your angle would get more traction in my brain. It doesn't get traction. It immediately spins out because I'm like, the people going to IGN have way too much information. They've either talk to people high enough on the food chain or they are high enough on the food chain that they're like, the board is split and the co- and, and according to the contract they can take over if we don't hit these numbers. It doesn't even sound that outlandish. It, it, it doesn't even sound that outlandish. It's like They just hit such low numbers and such low interest. They had to lay off 100 people, and they're not just laying off 100 people. Listen to the things they're cutting. They're cutting so much that the knitting classes got hit. That, to me, is a full-court press. We gotta survive. That's why I don't think it's like, this is just a bunch of higher-ups trying to fear-monger and scare the employees and whip them into shape. It just doesn't seem that way. I tell you what does seem like them trying to whip them into shape I have like a rogue hair over here in my in my vision I tell you what does sound like fear mongering and trying to whip them into shape is like we'll pull this lever again we'll pull the lever on the layoffs again if we have to that sounds more like that the level of detail that we have on what has been cut what has been said who's on the board I I think they know too much for this just to be a bunch of fear mongering that you tell low level employees it doesn't sound outlandish it's just the veracity of the sources I question why'd you use the word veracity what do you mean I truly feel bad Lono I legit remember seeing very similar things happening to another member of the D2 community and seeing that was yet another time it had happened after you it's crazy to see The, there. I'm telling you remember when I told you guys hey three bags of Frickmas thank you so much your name starts with D I appreciate you placing that order of coffee thank you guys so much that's a limited run on the Frickmas blend so make sure you get your orders in It's not outlandish at all. Sony almost certainly came to the table saying that they were going to buy Bungie with the expectation of a certain amount of income and if they can't deliver on that, then Sony baked in assurances that they would get their money's worth. The authenticity or credibility of the source? At least in regards to corporate structure. So you're... you're, I want to understand what you're saying. It sounds like water cooler talk and it's not known for accuracy. Again, the reason that that summary does not get traction in my mind is is literally because it's too specific. It's not water cooler talk; is generalities. Yeah, you know if if we don't hit our numbers, Sony Sony Sony's going to shut us down. Sony's going to take over. That's general. There's too much specificity here. They're going into great detail about meetings and at this meeting, this was said and this thing's been cut and that thing's been cut. It's just, I don't know. It's too specific. I think it's probably... If we broke it into like four parts, I think it's three parts, you know, like this is this is what we heard, this is what's going on. And it's like, it's one part like everybody's worried, everybody's morale is down. I think it's more accurate and more specific than it is sort of embellished by low morale employees if that makes sense. I will never dis- like deny that there's probably a level of embellishment or anger or morale driven, low morale driven fear that's behind some of this. But again, it feels more specific than just, oh my gosh, this is scary Sony might take over. The whole thing's ludicrous. Talent's going to get poached like crazy from Bungie. And how in the world are they going to attract talent in the public state that they're in? Well, they don't. What what do you mean attract talent? They're on a hiring freeze, according to this. I don't know if there's that much detail. Sounds more like Boogeyman with Hulse and Lampel. But why would you list specific people? Right, Eugene? Boogeyman would be that. Yeah, there are Sony guys on the board. Who? I I don't know. I just heard there's Sony guys on the board. Like, the fact that they listed two specific people? Again, I see it completely differently than you. I'm not seeing it from that angle. If we didn't know who was on the board, I would be more inclined to agree with you. This is just scare tactic, boogeyman gossip in the office. They list Herman Hulst and Lempel. It's like, those are they're listing real people. That doesn't seem like water cooler talk. That seems like no. That, well, people at the company that, because they're the highest up. I don't know. Don't don't we have it on good authority that Holst had been stateside visiting studios? Wasn't he? Wasn't he there recently? Like I said before, been here from the start, remember watching you on Twitch, then a hailstorm of attack from content creators in the Destiny community without any evidence, just false allegations. I appreciate that resolve. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> well let, let's throw out some discussion questions because in about I don't know if we're going to go over there in 30 minutes we'll go over there in about 45 minutes we're going to try and play the day before um, probably unsuccessfully I actually should can you install the game yet you can't even install the game yet so we're going to be trying to install the game <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing that game today, dude. There's no way. <laughs> That's what we're going to be trying to do in about 45 minutes. So, if you guys want to try to push the member number to 75, we're wanting to do about 100 a day if possible. I'll owe you 20. My members count toward the goal. You guys can make me sing some Christmas carols on the 22nd, but so you've got some time to do that. But. While we're waiting to see if we can even install the game, I, w- I was going to throw out some discussion questions. We think a good thing to do every once in a while to kind of go back, uh, you know, to the opening monologue and, and and throw out some discussion questions. Okay, so a lot of my monologues, what I do is is I basically say, "Here's what people are saying." You know, here, here's here's what people are saying, and I saw a lot of people saying that this is a long time coming and they were sort of cheering for Sony to take over what's your take on that like do do you agree with that do you not agree with that why are people even saying that like I know why I might say that it's a long time coming I know why I might agree with it being a long time coming but like why do you think why are people saying it's a long time coming and what's your opinion on Sony's takeover people are asking me what I thought about Sony taking over like what do you think about Sony taking over would it help would it make things better you know Is that, is that what's needed, right? Is that what's needed? Or do you think it's like some kind of a, you know, some kind of a fear tactic like Eugene's speculating it is, you know, they're just trying to get, you know, people to, to stop or uh, they're trying to motivate people to work basically, or to, or to successfully, (laughs) you know, get this, get this, you know, uh, final shape out the door. I thought it was delayed again, the final shape has been delayed, they sort of, they didn't say it outright, but they kind of postured as if it wasn't going to be delayed, and then they delayed it anyway. If Sony took over, you think the game would become exclusive? it would depend on the contract, but I don't think so, no. I think that's a good question. I don't think Sony would want to disrupt an existing ecosystem of revenue and a game that would would be in a terrible state if they suddenly stopped having it be everywhere. I saw speculated by uh, Ryan, is his name Ryan McCaffrey? I always want to say Brian, but I'm fairly certain it's Ryan. Ryan McCaffrey from IGN speculated that if this happened, Sony would almost assuredly make Marathon not be on Xbox. My response to that is that has nothing to do with this. Like, immediately going to the fear-mongering of, like, if Sony takes over, they're going to take Marathon away from Xbox. Again, if I work at Bungie, I just think that's such a disservice. That's just such a disservice as a public figure that reports on gaming news, you should be more concerned with What's happening at the company, what's happening to the employees, the future of the company and the future of their work, as opposed to being like, well, let's immediately make this a, make this a tribal issue um, to such a disservice to, to, re, to reporting about this, to make it about that. And I also completely think he's wrong. I don't think they would take pre-existing work and development of, of a game. I agree with Paris a vicious um, Paris, not our Parisito. Paris immediately disagreed with him. And he was like, this is a live service game. It needs to be everywhere. And then Jez Corden weighed in and was like, well, there's plenty of successful live service games that are only on PC. I think both of those gentlemen are making good points. I don't think what, what Ryan said was needed, but I do think that Paris's pushback is a good point. I think Jez's pushback is also a good point. What I don't think that leads to is a marathon that gets made exclusive to PlayStation. I don't think they would do anything with but with, with Destiny. I don't even know if the contract would allow for that. But I guess you know, once Sony takes over, that contract probably don't matter as much anymore, right? If Sony dissolves the board and they're in charge, that contract kind of becomes a, a moot point, does it not? And so. I would say it's unlikely for that to happen. I don't think it would be in the interests of Sony to do something like that, you know, to say, we're going to take a a planned, we're going to take a planned, you know, live service game or an existing live service game, and we're going to disrupt that ecosystem and consumer trust and make something exclusive. Oh Sethians says I selfishly miss someone actually covering the game with decent takes. You've still got, uh, you're, you've still got it after all this time. I mean, I haven't really spoken about the game today. I don't know enough. Um, I don't know enough to, to say much of substance about the game. Um, you know, I haven't played it since early 2021, The Xbox platform isn't large enough to make or break a live service game. Again, here's why I don't agree with that, Eugene. The Xbox user base, if you consider those who are on PC and those who are on Xbox, you know, I I guess I could be compelled that if Marathon hits PlayStation and Steam, that would be big enough. But again, I don't know if you want the runway to your live service game being like, yeah, not on Xbox. I don't know if that's the right. I, I don't know. I don't know. There are successful live service games that are either just on PC or like Splatoon just on Nintendo. So I certainly think you could have live service games that crop up that are only on one or two platforms instead of all of them. I just don't know if Sony's mentality would be, we're going to walk in the room and throw development away. Parasito says, the last annual report for Bungie was filed October 18th of 2022, not seeing a filing notice from the state for this year. Okay, hang on. Yeah, so this says, the board of directors has been divided since the takeover in July of 2022. So wouldn't that report filing have that included if that actually happened? Again, this is all, this is alleged. This is all alleged, so the board might not be split. Like Eugene could have it, they could just be doing fear mongering. You know? They could be just trying to get people to to shape up. Marathon's going to face faceplant anyway, so we may be right back here when, it, when and if it launches. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't want games to fail, and I don't want the people that worked on them to fail. You know? I don't want that, but I think... I think some games are kind of are kind of walking on a tightrope. You know, you're kind of asking for a live or die scenario when you when you try to make a game like that. It's very risky. Concord and Fair games will be PC and PlayStation 5. Parasita says if the takeover happened and then the board changed, it could be not in yet. Again, I think the pushback from Eugene Paris would be that the article alleges in July of 2022, they changed to a split board and that should be reported somewhere. And he's not talking about the takeover. He's saying this article is alleging that a year and a half ago they changed the board to a split board it's not reported anywhere therefore it's either hidden somehow maybe it's not official maybe it's sort of an unofficial like a maybe there's some legalese or some line item in the contract that basically makes this an official unofficial scenario where you don't hit your revenue we dissolve the board and we take over you know i don't know and the split board is cosmetic you know, it's cosmetic. It's not official. It's just sort of like a this is how we have this set up. But the problem with me saying that and trying to interpret it that way is that's not what the article alleges. The article alleges that it's split and Pete Parsons would hold the tiebreaker vote. That again is just too specific. yeah the controlling interest report we've seen that Paris yeah uh, Eugene posted that yesterday you're finding the same documents that he found the press releases when the merger closed indicated no changes to the board if I recall what even is Concord I believe it's another extraction shooter K. Cole with a $5 super chat tip intentionally characterizing the bungee situation as a hostile takeover for clicks is journalistically dishonest I appreciate your integrity well, I was informed that and I didn't include this in the show open. I didn't include this in um in my in my monologue, but apparently Destin clarified his remarks. Um he replied and said the argument about the one word hostile is missing the point i think this is brutal no matter how you cut it and cornell seems to define it as hostile but i'm not a lawyer so initially he actually dug his heels in and tried to defend it but then he said that was at 11:48. but then three minutes later he says Hoglaw seems to think i'm wrong so i can take the l on this i still think it sucks doesn't that, that's not quite how folks framed it that's not how that's not how, quite how folks framed it that's not like a public retraction that's not like a tweet saying hey I said this I was wrong he replied to his own tweet and said ho gloss thinks I'm wrong on this do you want you want to see the problem let me just show you. This is exactly why I reported on this and this is exactly why I highlighted this and I think we need to demand better from people who report on gaming news and say things. I want you to look at the number of times this tweet has been seen. It has been seen almost half a million times. Half a million people see somebody that in their minds to some degree or another is an authority. Okay? Half a million views. Down here, Hoglaw seems to think I'm wrong, so I can take the L on this. I still think it sucks. Thirty-five thousand views. Do you see the, Do you see the, the the challenge and the problem? What I said in my show open stands. If you're going to use terms like that, get on. Spend thirty seconds on Google and make sure you're using the term accurately. Half a million people now see somebody with some semblance of authority in the gaming media calling this a hostile takeover. And now that's in the ethos. That's in the that's in the discussion. Yeah, and with the blue check mark, you know, you basically can make money with a tweet with that level of impressions. Misinformation has been spread more than truth. That right there is the precise problem. That's the precise problem. It's like, well, well, so now you got half a million people that have seen that, and now that's in the discussion. That's in the narrative. It's like, that's not true. That's misinformation. I know firsthand what this is like. Everybody looks at the misinformation. Everybody sees the stuff that's not true, and then, you know, deleted tweets or... Concessions, or yeah, I was wrong about that. Yeah, nobody sees that. Nobody sees that. It's it's so. It's so personally frustrating. It's so personally frustrating. The reason I point these things out is because that that social reality, that ability for misinformation to be to function like a contagion, is quite literally something that affected me in a very, very severe and real measurable way. Financially, psychologically, interpersonally, in my own family, in my own marriage. Like, that had an enormous nuclear level effect. So then when I see somebody like that doing that, I'm like, how how dare you, man? You should really wield your platform more responsibly. You have this following. You have all this. You you have sway over the public discussion of this. You need to carry that with a sense of duty and responsibility. Because if not, it'll wither and fade, man. It'll wither and fade. This era of of capitalizing off of clicks and engagement and and making money off of misinformation. I I I think that that bubble will burst one day. And I believe that that people that are more careful and people that are more focused on being truthful, I think they'll endure. I think the, the quick buck of being first and saying something to generate clicks, I just think that that's going to fade really, really fast. Because I think people are just going to get tired of it. I think there's an expiration date on that meta. I just don't think that meta lasts. You know. I, I don't I don't think that meta lasts. I don't think it can last. Community notes are helping. Well yeah, that I believe that tweet should be community noted so he can't make any money off of it because it's not true. It's a false it's false. Yeah, I believe that tweet should be community noted. I think that's that's what needs to happen. On a tweet like that, when you're like You said this, it isn't true, and now the tweets run numbers, it needs to be community noted. Again, you want to disincentivize you want to disincentivize this meta of you know, it's it's, there was a time there where community noted tweets would get millions of views. You know, millions of views and it was like, gee, many Christmas it's almost better for you to get community noted a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks ago, before they put that into into place you were actually benefiting from the community note so I, there were literally people that were baiting the community note it was like they knew they were going to get noted and then everybody runs back to the tweet to celebrate the community note and then it it gets more views (laughs) it was like, it it was functioning as an accelerant yeah, we're checking out the day before today. Yes, we are. It was, it was it was functioning as an accelerant. Um I'm just making sure I haven't gotten anything back from Porter Rock or Doc. <laughs> Mm. which is where I think the consumer base just won't support it or maintain interest not to the levels Bungie need or expect at least yeah I'm happy to discuss that I don't think this I don't think this works I don't think this works long term I think it is uh I think this is the beginning of the end. They had a good run. They had a good run, but I think I think we're witnessing the beginning of the end. I would be saying that even if I still play the game. I would be planning... My, if I was still covering that game exclusively, the layoffs... Would have been the beginning of me, like okay, I gotta, I gotta find a way out. And then this report, I would have been like, I need to increase my efforts to get to get out of here. This is, this is the, this is the beginning of the end. Yeah, of destiny. Hmm. Yeah. I think the property is going to be viewed as running as as having run its course, because I think right now there's essentially what feels like an internal downward spiral. And the internal downward spiral is they're cutting spending, they're laying people off, they're cutting things that help morale, and the people that are supposed to help them turn the ship around are being mistreated, they're being talked down to, they're being scolded, they're being threatened, basically, with more layoffs. That is quite literally not the environment of a, of a redemption arc. It isn't. think we're witnessing the beginning of a new beginning I think if Sony were to step in and take over I actually think you might see them say you need to reboot the whole franchise and you would see basically the end of destiny as we know it and then it would come in years later new engine new everything so that that may be correct that may be the other way to look at this yes yeah the the other the other way to look at it is to say yeah Sony would step in and be like the only way this works is if we basically press the reset button not just on leadership but on the game itself but I, like I said I think we're seeing the beginning of the end like you're saying the beginning of a new beginning I'm saying the beginning of the end we're saying the same thing like this is it this is this is this is destiny the destiny that we've known and we've played and covered and discussed that destiny is 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 riding off into the sunset and if it rides back into town on a different horse with a different with a different cowboy hat we'll see i mean i would think that sony would want to do that if they think that the franchise and the and the the property is worth it that would be the concern is if demand gets low enough they may assess it and say no you had your run it's over we're not going to be an, we're not going to have a halo under our belt. We're not going to have a game that just can't seem to get out from underneath the shadow of its best years. We're not going to do that. You know, one's a little bit more pessimistic. I look at, I, l- listen, listen, this is actually related to the debate that we had yesterday about Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I believe Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is getting undeserved low scores because people have fatigue with games that look and feel like it. And so they're being really unfair to the game. You can't control that, though. I can be irritated with the reviews and say that I feel like the scores are unjust or they're overstating the criticism of like, well, it's repetitive. But I'm telling you what's happening is you are seeing franchise and genre fatigue. And when Destiny gets to the point that it's gotten to, it reminds me of Halo. It's like, try as you might, push as hard as you can. This thing's never going to get back to its glory days. It's over. It's done. The ship has sailed. It's time to move on. Like, that's generally what I think is happening with some of these more long-standing franchises. They're just, they're they're outliving what is, what's a typical life cycle for a game like that. It's almost uncharted territory. I can see them throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, I can't see them doing that unless they have something specific to do with the talent. Maybe they've lined up Bungie talent for another project. I tell you what I would see them doing, Valiant is they would bust up the company and they would use a lot of those talented people in a lot of those departments for their own live service games you saw the spending you saw the focus Sony wants to push heavily into live service they may crunch the numbers and say listen this property has run its course but your talent hasn't Destiny's run its course, but your talent, your insight, your expertise that's really valuable so we're going to take a bunch of you and you're over here, and a bunch of you and you're over here you guys are going to help us with the Last of Us factions and you guys are going to help us with the you know, Horizon multiplayer game I see the game being handled by another dev before dropping the game completely Socom baby, let's go Perfect example, look at World of Warcraft. They legit had to do classic to go back to the glory days. And did that really help and turn things around or does that also feel like it's overstayed its welcome? I just think you're fighting against law, I I honestly feel like you're fighting against laws of nature. I feel like you're just fighting against the laws of nature. Loss of interest L- loss of loss of uh, of trust, loss of prestige. There are, there are elements of entropy at play here. Like I just, I think you're fighting against the law, the very laws of nature. If you think something like this can just keep going. Classic was a nostalgia grab. Everybody eventually went back to retail. I'm late, rewinding the VOD. Have a good day. Thank you very much. By the way, anybody that does that, if you come in and you rewind the VOD, you can put it on like a 1.5. I still am very easy to understand at like a 1.5 play speed, and you can watch the monologue at 1.5 and then come hang out in the live discussion. That's a really, really smart way to engage with the content. I vowed it's anywhere close to retail engagement. Again, I think that a game going this long, I just, again, I think you're fighting against laws of nature. Because, remember when I said, it's become one of my new, my new mantras and one of my new talking points. I said that, if a, thank you so much, somebody ordered a bag of dark roast as well. Thank you so much, man. Big day for, for Reforged Roast. should wear the hoodie more often. Remember when I said, that, if you cannot answer psychological questions about your planned live service game that your live service game was probably doomed to fail and basically what i'm saying is is you need to have a psychological understanding of player incentivization and longevity of engagement and content elasticity if you don't have psychological sort of underpinnings and undergirding ideas there, then your game ain't gonna make it. Technical questions will not solve the psychological problems of how do we get people to keep playing. Now, building off of that premise, building off of that premise, I think you're fighting against the laws of nature, the psychology and the instinct and the the human element here you're fighting against that. You are. By the way, Preferred Leaf, I saw you in chat earlier, man. Good to see you. I didn't shout you out when you said hello. Love you, man. If you're ever in Louisville, we're, we're, we're getting together you're fighting against the human element there they're just they're gonna lose interest they're gonna get burned out they're gonna get bored they're gonna get tired. familiarity breeds contempt no matter how much you try to hide it no matter how much you try to shroud it you're trying to get people to come back and do the same thing over and over and over and over again and you pulled you pulled a, a, a psychological rabbit out of the hat for almost 10 years and that's impressive. but I think eventually, I think eventually you are fighting against the laws of nature and people are just going to drift and they're not going to care. And even if you have some big comeback moment, everybody's going to boot up the game and the first time it feels familiar, the first time it feels like, I hate this or I don't like this or I've done this before, they are going to leave the game like that. And like, all right, all right, I'll come back. I'll come back and check out your game. And I just feel like their tolerance level is going to be so ready to break. So ready. I think I just I think that this game is entering its final days and if they try to do some kind of a comeback tour or some kind of a put the game down, reboot it, you know, there, there's a chance they could do that. Yo, amp reb with 15 months in a VIP. Multiplayer games like League of Legends, Dota, CS:GO, and Valorant are the only games I know that can last a decade. Multiplayer genres of the competitive kind are the only kind that can last that long. Generally speaking, it seems that way. Yes, that those games typically la- have 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 managed to outlast. Yes, and I, I believe some of that's related to, you know, the the compulsion nature of, you know, to compete and to earn. And I think that's you know that's a reason that the PVP games tend to do as well as they do, when they outlast. They tap into a they tap they tap into a deeper element of the human psyche. the The part of us that wants to win and conquer is stronger than the parts of our brain that games like Destiny's PVE tap into. Um, I'm sure somebody could do a psychological study into this and like brainwave activity of people who play games like. CS:GO and Call of Duty and Fortnite and and League of Legends and Dota, and like study the brainwave activity. And and study what happens when they take breaks and when they come back and what happens when they haven't played the game in a while, and then do a similar study into games like Destiny. And I think what you would find is there is something more compulsive, compulsatory, or, or or compulsive, or even addictive, um, about games like that. It's it's almost like a dependency. There's something there that, there's just something I think deeper in the brain and in the in the human in the human psychology that is is tickled and triggered by playing those games. So, yeah, wouldn't be surprised at all if you um, if you did did research into that and you found that those games have a have a have a different level of impact on the human brain than a game like Destiny. I think Destiny does, but not quite uh in the same way. And I think that's why people just eventually are just like I'm 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 done with this. <clears throat> so, I think what we need to do is my brain in the next minute or so I didn't type up shoot I meant to type up a day before stream and I didn't this morning's workflow was all thrown off because I hadn't finished the monologue yet and I also we're also doing two streams I typically don't have to type up two streams I have a thumbnail but I don't have it typed up Um, the day before gameplay release date this will be a stream of the day before gameplay on its release date, and we will be diving in. We'll be diving in. Uh, We can't even try to install the game until noon, but we'll do like a lead up. They still won't let you download the game. Oh yeah, this is going to be a historical, a hysterical, I should say. This is going to be a hysterical stream because I actually don't think we're going to end up getting to play the game. I don't think we're going to get to. I think it's going to be comical I think we're just going to sit here and then they're going to have some last minute um (laughs) we can't okay We got three tags to use. Uh, they have like three different tags that they use: the day before, the day before gameplay, and the day before game. And we'll probably just end up sitting on the the Steam page and just discussing the game. So we are we are going to be. Um, We are going to be shifting gears. What game is Lono Download? I'm going to be trying to download the day before uh, and play it today for you guys. Because I have always maintained that it's a fake game. It's not real. And I think whatever we get today is going to be a literal joke if it even launches. I'll be taking bets on if it even launches today. And they had some preemptive... Damage control tweet being like, "Don't call our game a scam." Um, it's like they know what people are gonna say. It's like they know people are gonna touch this thing and say, "This isn't right." They're gonna be like, "Something's off here." Um, hang on, I'm getting the stream set up now. To do, to do, you're downloading it on a safe PC? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, I got that scheduled. Let me set up redirect. Will you ever grow your hair out again? No, I I don't know. I just did I, I got so tired of it and I, I, I actually like it shorter like like it is. So Yes, we will be streaming the Game Awards tonight. So don't miss that. I'll go live probably around 7 p.m. Eastern. um, So make sure you're here for that. I miss the jesus hair yeah i just kind of don't like i see pictures and there are times where like it looks nice but like there's just it takes more work it takes more time in the in the morning to get ready because you gotta like there's a big difference between like having long hair and having long hair that looks presentable right some of y'all grow your hair out in you know you don't really care that you look like a caveman that crawled out from underneath a rock. You're just like, hey, this is just who I am. Like, I I like to look, you know, nice and presentable. And You know. Thank you for a bag of Frickmas and a bag of dark. Somebody just ordered some coffee, man. Thank you very much. And there's a big difference between somebody who, like, takes time to make their long hair look nice and somebody who doesn't. There's a big difference between somebody who, like, grows out like a bushy beard and, like, they make it look nice. And somebody who just doesn't and it's you know long hair is a is a task to keep to keep uh, under control you know it really is taking a shower with long hair is a whole routine with short hair you just apply shampoo yeah it's it's totally it's totally different it's totally different and having short hair all this time like I think back you know I think back to to when you know when I had it and how long I had it 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 was not fun beauty of having an afro just grows out the maintenance is extreme yeah yeah certain hairstyles man they look awesome but This guy retweeted me and said, Boy, it's like clockwork. What's that? Getting blocked because you're irrelevant? Uh. Uh okay. Alright. Alright, now before we go over to the stream, I am going to gift the members that I owe you. I currently owe you guys ten members uh 10 members and if we get more members in the next stream uh I will I will obviously have to gift more and and make good on that we're shooting for about 100 a day and we keep landing in the 60s and 70s and that's just that's awesome that's incredible just know that when we push it to the next milestone I have to gift more so like I add more to the pile as well like when we have a milestone and you guys are making me gift 20 a day or so that adds up really quickly like I gift more when we're doing more so like it's a great sort of symbiotic hey we're, we're, we're pushing summer together so some some weeks i was probably gifting well over a hundred members to the community and then that adds to the total and that gets us closer to milestones so keep that in mind when we get close to some of those milestones you get to you get more members as well and get closer to milestones with and we're kind of in this together so it it, it is a it is a good joint effort with that with that setup so I'm going to take a second and run upstairs very briefly. Make sure you're smashing the like button and the subscribe button so you don't miss my content. If you're not going to stick around for the day before, that's totally fine. Make sure you plug in the Discord. Make sure you have notifications turned on. Uh, you can throw me a follow on Twitter. It's the same handle I have here, Reforge Gaming, and that way you don't miss my coverage tonight of the Game Awards. I am one of the official co-streamers of the event, so I'll see you guys tonight for that, but I'll see you in just a minute. I'm going to step away. I'll be right back, and you guys can enjoy my attempts to play the day before. and. I don't think we're going to get to play it. It's going to be funny. All right, I'll be right back. Yo, thank you, Outsider, for making it a palindrome. 57 out of 75. Thank you so much, sir. Okay. All right, we got to make sure this is framed up. Nope, that's the wrong cap card. There we go. Uh, I'm going to go to the other side. Is it streaming on this channel? Yeah, this channel. Does he have another channel dedicated to gameplay and one dedicated to news? How long? Wow. That was a long time ago. You, What are you from, like, the 2020, the 2020 era? <laughs> we do all of the streams here, and my monologues do hit another channel. Um, and then we have, like, a reacts channel that gets content every once in a while. But yeah, we've been doing it this way for a while. Give me one second, though. Um... Okay. going to showcase another piece of merch. Reforged Rose. We could probably afford to bump the print placement on these. It's a, it's a teeny bit low. I feel like it should be landing, like, here. Like, it's just a little low. Like, it looked good in the mirror. I guess if I sit back in the chair, it's not bad. It's not bad. It just feels a teeny, teeny bit low. Like, it's not, it's not bad, but it's just... I got to really lean back in the chair for it to kind of be up high enough on the shirt. Even if I wasn't streaming when I pulled it out I thought it was a little bit low on the uh, on the shirt all right. can't design around you being tiny no 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 when i pulled the shirt out and i set it down this 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 amount of space seems like too much from the neck to the print is what i'm saying like when i buy chest print shirts they're like this just feels low on the shirt like when i pulled out the shirt and set it on the bed this is a medium t-shirt like i know you're being funny but like that that has no that has nothing to do with where it lands on the shirt like as far as space goes it's back up or is that an old vid what do you mean what's back up Lona, just hit the gym and get a bigger chest. That wouldn't help. Alright, I'm going to put the link in chat. That's where we're headed. Uh... And I'll make an announcement in the Discord. Okay, that's where we're headed. Thanks so much for checking out this video of the day before. We're going to try to play this game. (laughs) And uh, it is 1246, so it should be installable in 14 minutes. I'm ready for this to probably end up being very comedic. I, I'm taking bets on if the game will even launch today. Like they're going to do like a last minute delay. They were already preemptively on Twitter saying, please don't call our game a scam. Uh, we already did a stream today talking about the situation with Bungie and the potential of a stony takeover. So check out that past broadcast if you want to know my thoughts and my breakdown of that. I'm going to end that stream now and bring people over with the redirect feature. If redirect doesn't work,